0: Now it's something special, of to all the, the girls and we look sexy Ex-amount of good looking and the girl how they fluffy Everywhere she go, I'm on a drive, car out my toppy Lada master them today, watch it oh, Follow yeah, me now!
1: Groove yeah. me, give me
2: your love Groove me, give me your love
0: on and on darling, Dolly, me, Dolly, yo' baby darling, Medalli, me, Dolly, yo' baby and then she love me and she love me so madly And Jaja Gia know, say she driving me crazy Especially when she spot Philip and Robson Johnny And when she spot Robert and the Apache The girl that tell me, say she want the milk and she honey She love me like go the fish them love her swimming on the sea She love me like go pocket money, love some money Come and take it from the cat, team and the girls them dolly And everywhere me go, the girl them getting honey And I tell me, say them want the milk and them honey Come follow me now, you better crew me She kill me with charms When I'm on old, When I have her na my yum. I tell you, no, know, from those I miss a strip till down. They loving and they kissing and them things the water. gone. and I know what that she gone, with me miss her from out of my yum. Miss a miss a cat from my house, still. love down. I'm, I'm telling you, no, know, miss a dolly, this a dolly, my baby. Come not follow me, dolly, this a dolly, my baby. You sure not leave me and you leave me so lonely. And then you leave me and you're my one and only. Move me? I'm mean, my baby. I said, She loved me, and she loved me so badly. And then you love me, and you love me so badly. And then you leave
3: me, you yeah, me. Yeah.
4: Jamaican nice boy, Jamaican eyes on uh, Mr. Jesus Christ. We're in a land, do say i paradise. Uh. Anybody see someone, they better think thing twice. Got in a them land, you one like our eyes. As a poor man,
5: Turn up all and Mr. Vegas awaits. Wanna pour the coffee down in our terms. Me have to the girl, you know. That girl,
6: you're the girl.
5: Still got her number for me. Still got the long number you Me beg for a day. And so
6: then she kill her with it now. They got
5: you still no man and a better man. Nah, old show because me have to make a try. Have to get a bite, get an eagle eye. I and I now go ramp with no guy. I me have to make her groze in a me rubber shoes. Girl, I get blues. son of all win and Vegas
6: a lose. La 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 bum bum chile Ayana I ibuka hot yow today I, la, la 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 bum bum chile Ayana imana that da galea yeah.
5: A me alone have the key to her apartment She only want yours Vegas for parents She says she love me they sent and me accents She you no know, one a little boy with jokes with them parents But you know say that
6: me have the gal we O oh man want a man we can be she want the like right do the week And she no want a man he loves sleep
5: Could you be telling me that I man is a punk When seven days of the week I you not stop from get drunk Well I man bun up the carnit of the highest great skunk And charge up my body cause I know me not flunk, Hey,
6: Chila la 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 bum bum chile I like a hot gal today La 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 bum bum chile I am not fit get Chile. <laughs> I am not La <laughs> la 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 la, I am not
5: fit of the war.
7: Pre work, pre weekend vibe. I, it is hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday music in retrospect, taking you back to the ages, 90s, and early 2000s in dance hall style.
2: Cool. Well, pop
7: style. This bitch I, Voice of Mad Cobra, done wife.
2: Your body man with swim, river, night, smooth and silky, got tender and man just by your compound. Made up bow. Well done, never... well done.
7: Got a lot of stories coming up for you. I'm gonna let you know what the headlines are in a few.
2: Tell you what your your looks and shape. Well, big things. A girl, man, I run you down. A girl, big circle. Like you make shit done. You are done. Well, girl, and yes, I you roll. Make me make no such a fool, fool. And you done roll. So we better them cool. Well, pop
8: style.
7: I am so ready for the weekend. It's a long weekend. School is out tomorrow.
2: Never take this dance and smile.
7: It is the Easter weekend. Today is called Monday, Thursday. Tomorrow, Good Friday, and Sunday is Easter.
2: That's why they smile. Well done, you know, watch me. Girl, you look good, have your cute face And I'm a dove your looks and your shape Well, big things
7: With I- your manna run your tongue
2: Have your face begs like a you make she done Done while y'all and your ten roll Make the make no such she fool, fool And she a at school Better she sit down and cool Yeah! Well- yeah. When you see the girl, let's go show, don't
7: I don't care what anybody want to say. Ain't no music better than what came out of the 90s when it comes to dance art, my opinion. You
2: love life, how I run rocket. Say, I can't flap just because she flipped. Hey! But it's no good, just walk as pretty. Stephanie can't endless, learn this. Don't like. Can you not watch me? That's what I know you're not. Screw it, screw it. You are your cute face. Mama, my job, I do looks sign your shape. Well, big things. I've y'all
7: manner on your dung.
2: Y'all bets like you make she done.
7: You are done,
2: wife. And I don't roll. Make just lap with stool. And you don't roll. And it better them cool. Well, imagine how you want them.
7: Let's jump over to a little Louis Caldwell. Just squeeze this one in before I let you know what the headlines are. What we're we going to be talking about today.
9: Ganga, Slash, shaky. When I was
7: born to be free, Ganga Lee Ganga Let me shut up. Having too much fun,
9: they will see. Yes, I want to be free from all chains and all bangers and rope. Free bars and all borders and dope Free to praise the Lord, the commoner, praise the Pope Some I know you, I wash your with Babylon soap Me have will leave a faith, that me have will a hope Life from and hard, but it me a kick Some take it on the level and some slide down the slope Silent river, run deep, but
7: Getting you ready for the weekend, not sure what your plans are But I hope you'll be having a good time
9: I do know advice they will see. Say, me no call me a Sophie joke, me no call me a Sophie laugh. They up on a mission, me complete half. Ja is my rad, of course he is my staff. If you're lovely, go Yes, I'll
7: be with you all tomorrow morning, even though it's good Friday.
9: Iniquity woke all I walk witchcraft. Then inject me body with cool, but me no cuff. Ceros like all 50 judge when I'll I was born to be free
7: quarter past the top of the hour we're going to go ahead and get into the headlines let you know what we're going to be talking about today all right louis culture thank you for that one say good morning to all our listeners around the world logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com and everyone listening on jano radio.com of course i gotta say good morning to my studio audience courtesy of clubhouse it is thursday april 6th hashtag tbt throwback thursday music in retrospect taking you back to the 80s 90s and early 2000s thank you so much for joining me for coffee into world news on the go we do this every monday through friday 9 a.m to 1 p.m eastern this is where i read the news and we share our views you can follow me on twitter me media moments on instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on tiktok moments with me media and the me in everything is mi and the stories out of the caribbean corner five places to hike in dominica this easter man charged with murder of canadian citizen residing in grenado the current director of customs bans leaving the country of haiti jamaicans urged to buy tilapia for easter armed robbery attempt thwarted another one folks this would be the third one on beryllium out of Jamaica. uh and here this one now now, it's always an inside job, but a beryllium employee has been nabbed for last month's Portmore robbery. Government to blacklist security firms that ignore recent court ruling. And K Man is loving Valiant. We're going to have these stores and more out of the Caribbean corner. Out of Latin America. In Brazil, a man kills four children with hatchet at a daycare center. Ouch. On the international scene, China vows forceful measures after U.S. Taiwan meeting. Top Saudi and Iranian envoys meet in China for a deal that could remake the region. The royals dropped consort from Queen Camilla's title. What is the big deal about that? news out of North America, Maryland AG report into Archdiocese of Baltimore alleges that 156 Catholic clergy members and others abused more than 600 children. Stacey Abrams is chosen as Howard University's first chair for race and black politics. ANC lawmaker has switched parties, creating a path to stricter abortion laws. On the business and tech scene, TikTok banned across Florida universities, including FIU and FAU. Definitely going to talk about that. Twitter labels NPR's account as state affiliated media, which is so untrue. And It's so interesting. I came across a video on TikTok yesterday with a very young person, a young lady, talking about BlackRock. And it was my first time hearing about BlackRock. And then this morning, I'm seeing a news report that involves BlackRock. We might think these young people ain't paying attention. They are. But FDIC retains BlackRock unit for Signature Bank SVB securities portfolio sale. On the lifestyle... um, Out of the lifestyle segment, here's the real reason to turn on airplane mode when you fly. On the sports scene, LSU's Angel Reese says her team will not be going to the White House, but school's athletic department says it will accept the invite. And believe it or not, stories third grader says an officer slammed him against the desk and in the brew entertainment news kanye west booted from the forbes list as rihanna jay-z and kim kardashian dominate among world's richest flavor flav heads to harvard let me get that right he heads to harvard university to give a lecture and tyler perry is very very interested in buying majority stake in BET. Okay, my dear, do your thing. We're going to have the details of these stories and more coming up after a little more music. Enjoy. Getting you ready for the weekend.
10: Some boy, I push up your collar, man. Remember, what my number does brush out my sleeve, man. One hundred stripe and one more. Original skills. Oh, 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 what, what's your man? <laughs> Usually they die for your breezy session, for your tasty eye power. Songboy yeah ya me? You shoulda died for your breathy session, and this your gargant sound in here, Yeah yeah me? When I was a little Terry, now we hear this. Songboy I push up your collar man. Remember, numbers those gloves have sleeves man. One hundred stripes and one more. Brother
7: Desmond. What's your man? You Ninja man.
10: For your this session, for your testy eye power. Sound boy, you hear me? Usually they died for your breathing session, and this your Gargon sound in here, ya When I was a little stereo, I listened to some champion. I always wonder when I will be the number one. Now you listen to the Gargon, and a Gargon sound arena, and any jump and come test me. Me leak out them boy. You should die da dance gate, you, know, but you power.
7: Also, out of the nineties, the best dub clashes. I must say that these tracks were used to kill sounds, quote unquote, not literally, folks.
10: <laughs> when
7: sound systems went, upon, went up against each other, these were some of the tunes that they would use.
10: You know I don't no know where this your jump and sound come from. I top out in one for testing, then goggon you see the selector. Him doesn't work to me. I go tell you why him not play playing a session. You know when we draw Gregory Isaac, you know, man him turn fool. And here where him draw you, man. one whole time song, me no even remember that one don't no know where them the singer really come from. It sounds like a live one, it sounds like old time banger around then call him mentor. Come, don't understand him coming like them whole time grey bearded, real old man. We're coming a poor boy, show him see Western England But under the number one, number one, tell the whole of them. So it may me tell them something. The boy draw to one tune, me no understand about him have gun and him I go shoot up man. You know when me draw when them in the gag and hear the riddim. Here's
7: Mega Banton with another one, Sound Boy Killing. Here I was, good old nineties.
11: I have never heard a tone play so heavy and so clear with a sweet tone of melody, the cold one of the But never heard a tone play so heavy and so clear with a sweet tone of melody. Watch out! That greener laugh, we no skin, we no fly, night greener lung. Then we day, I give both, we want in a sound boy. Yeah,
7: I know he does sound like budget, but no, this is Mega Bandon, folks.
11: Too fast, so we go and clip your wing. Use you this my sound, it is. Foot and I have never heard a sound plays so away, and so clear with a sweet tone of melody. The count one to Never heard a sound plays so away heavy and so clear. My champion sound, where every sound fear. Now sound I run up them mouth and a chat, but all my chat with no response. With that, my sound is the greatest. Oh yes, that's a factor Anyway, we play, I'm bare gunshot. Look how the girl them a jump and a lift up them. Rock. Music sweet them from foot to a top I have never heard a sound play so heavy and so clear with a sweet tone A melody the code one be here. Never heard a sound play so heavy and so clear with a sweet tone A melody. watch yeah? ya I say the- champion a play look how the girls Demons sway a sound boy over there so him knees and a bring. It's my sound, I you gonna fade away Cause we know. Rump we skin, we no laugh neither play. I have never heard a sound plays so away the end so clear. We dance with dance sweet when a melody the code we'll of fear Never heard a sound plays so away, we end so clear. Champion sound, I every sound fear Say I'm blind, oh no feel and deaf. The champion business this that you feel left. Everything don't cook. hurry and copper set. Tonight, tonight, you to face your death. Champion, 20 bucks again I have never heard a sound so clear with our
7: good morning once again to everyone locked on or locked in I should say logged on and locked in
1: <laughs>
7: taking you back to the ages 90s and early 2000s music in retrospect it is hashtag TBT throwback Thursday Right. There is Shabarangs, who she love, featuring Home Tea and cocoa Tea, all the tea.
2: <laughs>
7: Which one of them she love?
2: Which one of them she love? If a home tea or the one cocoa Tea, one thing for sure, the two of them crazy, because they're in love with the same lady. One shy one get butterfly, she will join them crazy and that's no line. I wonder which one of them she love, which one of them she love, which one of them she love I wonder which one of them she love Darling why does my heart skip a beat, every time you pass my way, I get turned
7: fly Butterfly. Butterfly blue <laughs> I think I'm having too much fun this
2: morning I you someone say
7: 25 after the top of the album five minutes before the bottom get going folks
2: a There's a bunch of for us. Only man. Sorry, Javet. No application. Come and
7: fit the position? This long for you all night Oh, my nice trouble. Something must be wrong. Still no, no, a- Shiloh for me is the best album ever from Butcher Banton. That's just my humble opinion. Got you, Java. Here you go.
12: Love the like oh Jesus. Oh. Oh.
7: Feel free to open your mic and sing along. If you're in traffic, turn that music up and let's go.
12: Look
9: me fit the position in a Run where the little man oh, you want this long fi rock you all night long oh, oh man I see
7: trouble to me out a bubble Something must be wrong Not
9: tune
12: on me no
9: I'm nutter me a juggle
7: Still can't hold me hand
12: Girl I would like to be your only in your life I want to be the only man Pale quality time affection and money no for them a come out them no ready check them out them is a mess now a no bag a problem and stress you bit excess kill you with a be nice stick to the ragga and you will do one less this is no party show Then your man him get a blow, road boy visit ya nothing to like to be your only in your life i want to be the only man real quality time and affection To nigga I would you did am a nice cool me
7: me I well messing with Teflon this morning.
12: Stop <laughs> crying. i like to be your only in your life payback
7: for yesterday.
12: time affection? my
7: but well, you while you're talking about being the only man, I hope you can handle this. Are you ready for this? There is Tanya Stevens, you're not ready for this yet.
13: Cheat? Have you, ever like, oh, you need to take yourself before you start, kiss your tea, you're not ready for this yet, boy. Yes, boy Have you ever wondered when make a girl come A woman was be satisfied before you say you're done You can't say a thing if you end up a get fun uh, You're not ready for this yet, boy And you're a little fool as say I in rule the world And with my bum scary and I sleep over Merle. Get your up together, boy, you're looking at a grouper you not ready for this yet, boy Did you even realize a woman have mood? You're off enough for young little girl on one road That's why you're that a eat bully pound of the food can't? ready for Oh no not ready for it? Who no not ready for this yet? Cause I wanna fool up, fool a yourself, self-price Hot fire in the yard, but they wouldn't have blaze Gotta feel like a miracle for making the dead race Round them up and lock them up for days hey, hey. So Have you ever stopped to think what make a girl cheat? And have you ever asked her if she like how oh, you do it? You need to check yourself before you start kiss your teeth you know ready yet why Have you ever wondered we make a girl come? A woman first be satisfied before you say you're done. You can't say your thing if you ain't up, I get You know ready yet why But you're a little fool, I say I in rude world. oh with my bum scary and I sleep over. More. Get your up together, fool you do, can It is half
7: past the top of the hour, time for us to get into business. You
13: even realize Time
7: for us to get into the details.
13: But I'm sorry
7: I gotta let this Tanya Stevens play out.
13: another Call him Mr. Ory, he in a i was about
7: to say something but i forgot wrong show wrong show i'll save it for monday night on days after dark
13: yourself before your why? Have you ever wondered what make a girl come? A woman must be satisfied before you say you're done. You can't say your thing if you end up bugging mon You know ready for this, yet, why? you are a liquor cooler than you rule the world. Oh we my bones scary and I sleep over Get your act together for you look another girl pass. You for this yet, why?
7: Man don't bite off more than you can chew, that's all I must say all right it's time for us to go ahead and get into the caribbean corner (laughs) let me behave myself let me behave myself whoops sorry about that i think i think the the music just wants to play (laughs) That's what's happened. That what that is what happens sometimes when you're busy touching everything and fidgeting. Heat still moments. Okay, first up, five places to hike in Dominica this Easter. Story courtesy of caribbean.lootenews.com. Looking for something to do? Well, the Easter long weekend is, well, it is long for us in the Caribbean, all right? For those who are not familiar, um, there's good Friday. So we're shut down from Friday to Monday. You know, Saturday places are open, but usually the Easter weekend, um, for those who are not familiar, with how it works in the Caribbean. And I'm from Jamaica, so I'm going to talk about what we do. So you have Good Friday. Uh, and then there's Easter Saturday, Easter Sunday, and then there is um, Easter Monday. Easter Monday is also a holiday. Everything is shut down. And it's usually about going to the beach, kite festivals, going to parties, dances. And, of course, there is church, right? Many folks do go to church Easter Sunday in the morning and then after that. You know, you gotta pray before you play. And after that, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> Everybody just has a good time. Um, it's about eating a lot of bun and cheese. The physical bun, not the bun where your managia or your girl agio <laughs> My actual bun and cheese. Um, it's really it's pretty much a good time. It's a good vibe throughout the Caribbean. I know many islands do, many countries in the Caribbean. Let me say countries because, and I, I corrected myself, because Guyana is considered the Caribbean. Belize is considered the Caribbean, although they are on mainlands in Central America and South America. Yeah, so it, it's a good vibe. It's a good time. Teflon, Sam, no no bond. Yes, and there's church on Good Friday too, Javette, You're absolutely right. But you know why I keep forgetting to mention that? I'll, I'll be frank i find the good friday story a little depressing you know when they show the movies and they talk about the whole thing i really find it depressing so i i've i don't think i've ever been to a good friday service not as an adult at least probably as a child i don't remember but um easter sunday yeah that's when a lot of people come out you know and they wear their their whites and their hats and <laughs> it's a whole thing it's a whole show but yeah so that's a little bit about easter in the caribbean so we are shut down from friday to monday and you know for good reason people need to reset and it's a time to reflect as well and it's also a time of celebration for us you know so yeah oh you prefer good friday more than easter nowadays I wish they've celebrated good i know schools are closed for good friday they don't call it that though they call it teacher planning day
14: Go yeah ahead. good morning everybody good
7: morning javette
14: so you know um texas is a weird state they love guns but they love religion as well so i actually have good friday off good so, but I like Good Friday church versus Sunday because Sunday is just, you you can't get your regular seat. You're all bunched up because everybody wants to show off their clothes. So <laughs> I stick to Good Friday now.
7: JaVale, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in church and you have to look around the hats? You can't see because the hats are blocking you?
14: Yes. And I was one of those where my mama always wanted a hat on my darn head. Yes but it's worse as an adult cuz you know <laughs> these women's and their hats, my mama included.
7: It's a competition if you ask me. It's like who is wearing the most outlandish hat, who can garner the most attention. Oh boy, I'm telling you. But um yeah, childhood memories. I I, I feel you. In Florida though, and I'm not sure how it is for the for New York, but Florida is pretty much run by the Jews. So um whenever the, it's a jewish holiday too that's when they close down but i guess the jews don't celebrate good friday i don't know if they, or if they do but um i know good friday has always been marked uh teacher planning day i don't understand it why can't you just call it good friday you know
8: they were burning stuff
7: good morning good they
8: morning were- They were burning stuff when I got out of the um, train. I guess like Jewish people have like, or certain Jewish people. I live right next to like a um, Orthodox Jew or Hasidic Jew community. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, they like have a ritual of burning things. I'm not really sure what they were burning, but I was like kind of taken back because I'm like, what is this fire? I mean, literally a fire on the corner on the sidewalk where, we're supposed to walk, mm-hmm. they're like having a fire. And apparently I Googled it and I saw it's like a tradition. So I'm like, okay. But I was like, this is this is a bit strange, but apparently, you know, this is a longstanding tradition. But yes. I was just like, you know, getting off of work and just like, I don't know, I wasn't really paying too much attention. I just see a fire on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah, yeah. Different um, belief systems, different traditions. Um, And thank you for this reminder, Julie. It is the Feast of the Passover in the Jewish community as well as in the Christian community. um, Because remember, this is when the Last Supper, you know, and that's when we know that everything, the washing of the feet and um, what it signifies. Also, if we remember the story of who's going to deny him, when he told Peter, you know, before the cock crows three times, you shall deny me. Um, So... Yeah, very significant in both the Jewish and Christian community. Yeah. All right. So let me get back to the destination story. Talking about Dominica. The Easter long weekend is fast approaching and you might find yourself seeking some adventure from the largest boiling latte lake (laughs) in the Western Hemisphere to the longest trail in the Caribbean. The Nature Isle of Dominica has a lot to offer the adventurous at heart. If you're looking for a place in Dominica to hike this Easter, well, here are a few options. The Boiling Lake Trail. I cannot pronounce this one. W-A-I-T-U-K-U-B-U-L-I. Anyone familiar with the, how to pronounce that one? Is it Waituku I don't want to mispronounce it, but it is a national trail. Um, there is also Trafalgar Falls, Jaco or Jaco Flats or Steps, and the Morn Anglais Mountain Trails. So those are some things you can check out if you're Dominica and you're feeling adventurous when you get your physical on, you know, and breathe in some fresh air. All right, check those out this weekend. Next up, a man has been charged uh, with murder of a Canadian citizen residing in Grenada. Story courtesy of caribbean.loopnews.com A man from St. Andrew, Grenada has been charged with capital murder in connection with a Canadian citizen who was reported missing on the Caribbean island. The Royal Grenada Police Force says the accused, Levon Date, who is 33, Unemployed of Griffith Lane, St. Andrew, was arrested and charged by members of the Criminal Investigation Department in connection with the death of Wayne Smart. Smart, a Canadian citizen who had been residing in Grenada, was reported missing in December 2022. A police investigation was launched and had been ongoing. On March 31, 2023, the accused led police to an area on the beachfront of River Sale or Sally. St. Patrick, where the police recovered what happens to be burnt human remains, believed to be the remains of Smart. Date made his first court appearance in the St. George's Number 1 Magistrate's Court and was remanded into His Majesty's prisons. He will make his next court appearance on April 25th. Oh, my gosh. Uh, our next story is out of Haiti, but we already know how that goes. We've got to wait for the... um. Okay, here we go. It looks as though things are working more swiftly today. Speak it, speak it, speak to it, talk to your computer. I guess it works. (laughs) Okay, so the director of customs bans leaving the country. And that story is courtesy of Haiti.LoopNews.com. So the current Director General of the General Administration of Customs, Romel Bell, former Director General of this institution, and six other people are prohibited until further notice from leaving the country for the purposes of justice. This is what the investigating judge, Jean-Wilner Morin, in charge of the investigation of a case sent to the justice by the Anti-Corruption Unit to the Emigration and Immigration Service Rights. Immigration dated April the 3rd. The people targeted by this departure ban um, are Anna D. Bell, Fritz, Alcindor, Audley, Dubru, Fairland, Samidi, Belair Charles, and Augustine Dukens. This precautionary measure by the examining magistrate comes within the framework of an ongoing investigation into money laundering, terrorist financing, and illicit enrichment. It should be recalled that the former Director General of Customs, Romel Bell, was sanctioned by the United States of America in December 2022 for corruption and also for financing the criminal activities of armed gangs in Haiti. On to Jamaica for our next set of stories, and these stories are courtesy of Loop News, Jamaica Observer, and Nationwide Radio. Jamaicans are encouraged to buy tilapia for Easter. Oh, no, 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 no. The National Fisheries Authority, (laughs) Authority, NFA, is encouraging Jamaicans to buy and consume tilapia for Easter. Mm, I have a hard time saying that. Tilapia, which is a freshwater fish and a product of Jamaica's aquaculture sector, is an alternative to captured fish from the sea. CEO of the NFA, Dr. Galvin Bellamy, told JIS News in a recent interview that tilapia consumption is also important to the sustainability of the sector. With the support of the ministry and householders who continue to purchase tilapia and other aquaculture products, Mr. Bellamy said the sector will grow. The authorities' push for the increased consumption of tilapia is also aligned with the Agriculture and Fisheries Ministry's Grow Smart, Eat Smart campaign aimed at stimulating local production and consumption of food. Tilapia is a nutritious fish, they say it is low in fat and a good source of protein and omega-3 fatty acids. Native to Africa and the Middle East, tilapia is produced locally through fish farms. Meanwhile, to further protect the sustainability of the sector, the NFA will be placing greater focus on size regulations to inhibit the fishing of undersized fish. Dr. Bellamy is therefore urging fishers to be considerate of the size of the fish they capture on the job. Uh-uh, y'all can keep tilapia. <laughs> Morning Teflon.
15: Javet. oh, what am I saying? Javet? moments. You yeah. know, you know, you know that fish, uh, You know, like, from, like where I'm from, they actually say it's 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 actually not good. Um, but they they actually like really against this kind of fish they said they said it's the way the way they grow it um so i don't know why they're promoting over there unless unless they've got like a different way of raising them
7: i i really don't know what the deal is i'll be honest um
15: people people are dead against it
7: yeah they're farm raised so my understanding is that they are bottom feeders well you know i guess you can eat tilapia if you eat shrimp and lobster right but there's just something about the tilapia fish i don't know but um it is said that they're bottom feeders uh, you know and they eat the garbage whatever but in jamaica i'm sorry go ahead go ahead i
15: don't think it's that i think it's more of how it's how they um they farm it it's artificial farm them they use a lot of chemicals to grow them Oh. Um, they say it's not, it's not a natural fish. Um, yeah, people are really against tilapia. Um, they oh. said the farms are very, very deadly, and like it causes a lot, of <clears throat> causes a lot of diseases. Like people get sick eating it. I did used to like it, but um, after reading in all those articles, I stopped eating it. Hmm.
14: Um, yeah, I've I've actually heard the same thing because I actually love tilapia. And everyone tells me that it's not a good fish to eat because it's um, like man-made. I don't know how true it is. I still kind of eat it, but not as much. But that's what they say.
7: And I have been trying to find out uh, more about that. I I mean, how? Yeah, I've heard those stories. And when I heard it, I stopped um, stopped eating it because I used to use it for food you know batter it up and fry it, good to make fish fish sandwiches but when i heard that i was like okay that's it not buying it anymore and it's been years but um you know we really need to do some research of our own because we okay they're saying that i just found something something popped up on google tilapia is a man-made fish and other ridiculous myths um so it's saying, for whatever reason, tilapia is a misunderstood fish. And this is courtesy of thehealthyfish.com, right? For many years, confusion has surrounded this species, leaving it still to be a largely underrated choice. But we're here to set the record straight with some fast facts. Myth number one, tilapia is not environmentally friendly. Tilapia is farmed in various ways, and the tilapia that are farmed in countries such as Honduras, and Mexico have a high sustainability rating. According to fish eco-certification organizations like Ocean Wise or Seafood Watch, Tilapia grown in open water floating pens or ponds are some of the most sustainable options out there. If choosing an environmentally friendly tilapia is important to you, it is highly recommended you use the eco certification programs as a guide to choose environmentally friendly tilapia. So I I guess they're saying if they're farm raised in the right way, those are safe. Okay, myth number two, tilapia is not safe to eat. One misconception surrounds the levels of mercury in tilapia. Mercury accumulates in fish muscle through what they eat. There are higher levels of mercury in predatory fish, like tuna, that consume more fish along the food chain. Tilapia is a herbivorous. How do you pronounce this? Herbivorous? Somebody say it for me. I can't.
14: Herbivorous?
7: H-E. Herbivorous. I I think the H is kind of silent. Herbivorous? Okay. Thank you.
14: Hub, yeah, oh, mm-hmm.
7: I love it here. <laughs> okay, so the chances of them accumulating high levels of mercury. Okay, you know what? For because now I'm stuck right here. Hold on, folks. Hold on. Let me let me see something here because I want to know the proper um, description. Uh, herbivorous. Yes. Thank you, Javette. Thank you. Okay, so um these animals feed on plants so herbivorous animals feed on plants all right so i just wanted to i had to dig into that i'm sorry i wanted to know exactly what it meant i i figured when i saw herb or herb at the beginning of the word but just wanted to be sure so the chances of them accumulating high levels of mercury is very low The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA, lists tilapia as a good choice for pregnant women due to its low mercury content. Another rumor claims that tilapia is often contaminated with dioxins and dioxins are toxic chemicals that are either created through industrial processes or exist naturally in the world, such as from the burning of waste, use of fossil fuels or natural phenomena like forest fires. They settle onto the soil or in water where animals ingest them. When ingested, dioxins accumulate in fat, so they are more commonly found in animal products such as dairy, meat, fish, and shellfish. In the wild, tilapia eat algae and other particles of the bottom, but in open water pens, there is less chance of them accumulating dioxins. Myth number three, tilapia isn't a real fish blue tilapia and Nile tilapia originated from the wild tilapia species and have been cultivated over time to be resilient in farms selective breeding tactics lead to minor genetic changes which can make the farmed fish look different From its wild counterpart. The first genetically modified GM fish that will be making its way onto consumers' plates is an FDA approved Atlantic salmon by Aqua Advantage, which grows faster than wild salmon. The FDA approved this GM fish after confirming that it is safe and won't pose a threat to the environment. So far, there is no GM tilapia on the market. Okay, it's good to remember that many other commonly consumed products that have been genetically engineered over time include rice, corn, grain crops, and zucchini. Many GM foods are highly nutritious. Myth number four tilapia tastes bad. Like other foods, the higher the quality, the better the taste. So choosing well-taken care of tilapia will result in the best-tasting fish. Farms that use natural ecosystems, such as lakes and ponds, to grow their fish have natural filtration and freshwater flow. When it comes to tilapia, it is important to stick to the facts. Luckily, the fish has plenty of appeal. It is not hard to find a sustainable and ethically sourced tilapia. It's a low-fat and high-protein healthy meal option, and its mild taste means you can dress it up however you feel.
15: So I think, that, um, I think what, what we need to do is make sure that we're purchasing um, the right fish from the right sources, but then how... How do you know if it's coming from the right sources? It's, it's really hard, especially because we, we normally get it from, like, the food, um, the fish markets. And they might tell you that it's coming from a better source, but you never know if they're telling the truth or not.
7: Exactly. Exactly. So right now, uh, just that's... say your prayers, Stefan. Say your grace. <laughs>
15: <laughs> yeah, I just I always tell people in moderation. So... You, I, do, I haven't fully written it off, but I just I have it once in a while. Um, I normally season it, and I put I stuff with kalalu okra and I was put in the oven. I normally bake it, or I, I might put it on a grill in the garden. That's how I'm prepare
14: mm-hmm. it. Teflon like, showing his chef skills. I know, Yeah, right. yeah
15: I'm, a, I'm a real chef out here. Call him out, call him out, just. I'm not just a DJ.
7: Call I'm, him I'm out, because... You know what you need to do then teflon you're now we're gonna challenge you to do on one of your teflon travels episodes you're gonna put yourself show yourself cooking no doubt no doubt please please do that i want to see i want to see from start to finish
15: <laughs> <laughs> no, problem, no problem
7: oh gosh yeah but um so there we have it uh, i don't know if that article has helped to shift our minds to change how we feel about tilapia um but you made a very um valid point teflon how can we trust the packaging to tell us how the tilapia was raised is it from the wild is it farm raised and how we need yeah oh my gosh it's, it's gonna be so hard but um i'm a snapper girl i love snapper i love salmon but i haven't cooked salmon in a while because uh son number four you know it's weird every time i'm saying son number one two three or four i i am thinking because son number three said to me about three weeks ago why do you refer to me as son number three i'm son number one i'm like no because you're born you're my third born the things these children hold on to but yeah um i haven't cooked salmon for a while now because son number four doesn't like it i can't be bothered to cook two different things so i'm like whatever you know what so it's but i i love um snapper absolutely love snapper love cooking snapper also you know that's my fish not a grouper fan but i'll cook grouper heads you know, the big ones and or kingfish heads love those your corridors and you're throwing the the crackers. And oh, my gosh. Yeah, there was this. Hungry. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> OK, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm about filling up with water. Too. Let me stop. Yeah, let me stop. But we're waiting on Teflon to showcase his culinary skills. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Thanks. Rosolo. Good morning.
16: So you were talking about curry, um, the grouper head. And I remember when Auntie came and made it. And from that time, every time I go to the store, I ask for Group Ahead. And they never, ever have it. And I'm just like a little ignorant child. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because, you know, I only go to the farmer's market when I'm craving it. Because I know that, no, the regular markets around here won't have the Group Ahead. So, I, you know, I go all the way down to the cab. Yep. And they never have it. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have it? A yep. Curry Group Ahead, that is my absolute favorite. Mm. Ever since Auntie made it that time when she came, my favorite.
7: Yep. Mm. Okay. All right. That's true, Jeffet. I agree, Jeffet. We got to keep it moving. Rosola, why you got to go and do that now, huh? Why you got to go and do that? <laughs> keep going. Oh, hush, 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 hush. This food hush. Talk has <laughs> me getting angry. All right. So armed robbery attempt number three, thwarted as beryllium team evades gunmen. Story courtesy of Jamaica.loopnews.com. A day after Police Commissioner Major General Anthony Anderson spoke about engaging security firms that offer armored courier services to examine the adjustments that would make them less vulnerable to attacks, another such attack occurred. In what could be described as a brazen attempt to rob a beryllium limited-owned vehicle in St. Elizabeth on Wednesday, attackers opened fire at the vehicle and its occupants about 1 p.m. after an attempt to block the road. The team escaped unharmed with the contents of the vehicle. The vehicle, however, sustained minor damage. Yesterday's attack comes on the heels of two others involving the same security company. In those gun attacks, however, members of the security teams were killed and criminals made off with a combined 33 million dollars this um you know what speaking at a press conference on tuesday anderson warned criminals on a path to cause mayhem that they will be met by the security forces at each turn. Already, he said the police have been moving against the economic base of many of the criminal organizations, which are now cash-strapped and have taken to burglary business involving ATMs as seen in rural parishes. Business people handling and transporting high amounts of cash, and armored courier services as their targets. He said this might be one of the direct causes of the attacks on beryllium vehicles. Anderson said that the discussion between the police and security firms to tighten the operation has been useful. Um, imagine, you would think it wouldn't happen out in the country, right? When we say country, folks, in Jamaica, you have Jamaica is described in two ways, town and country. If I'm not town, it's country. No matter where, as long as it's outside of Kingston, it's country. All right, that's how we describe it. So who would think that this would happen in St. Elizabeth, Balaclavo? But guess what, folks? Here is this one. This next story, courtesy of JamaicaObserver.com. A beryllium employee has been nabbed for last month's Portmore robbery. The police have confirmed that another person has been brought in for questioning in relation to the brazen daylight attack on a beryllium security team in last month's multi-million dollar robbery in Portmore, St. Catherine. Deputy Commissioner of Police in charge of crime and security Fitzbailey told the Jamaica Observer on Wednesday that the individual who is an employee of Beryllium, was nabbed in St. Anne on Wednesday with $500,000 in cash. This brings to seven the number of persons who have been taken into custody in relation to that incident. Of the six previously held, one man is facing 12 charges resulting from the Sunday March 19 attack on the security team at Scotiabank's Portmore branch. The security company's crew came under heavy gunfire when they were about to go and service the automated banking machines. And in that instance, the robbers made off with more than $23 million. DCP Bailey stressed that the police are using all its investigative skills and techniques and other resources available to ensure that those who are involved are brought to justice. Bailey also said the police are still appealing to the public to pass on whatever information they may have that could Assist in the investigation. Listen, people, I'm going to go look at work. But you see, usually some things are usually an inside job. Somebody had mentioned it here on the platform, that they feel that it has to be inside. Huh. And you're, you're so dumb. But you know how, you know, as I'm reading the part that says, um, Investigate their resources, using all resources available. I think they had no choice but to talk when the police have done with them. Go ahead, but, but,
15: but you, know, you know 90% of these robberies, do you know how, how they normally get um, catch them? It's usually when <laughs> it's normally one of the teams will um, probably like Um, start ratting each other out, especially when, um, I don't know, if they're sharing the money and someone's not happy with how much they got. (laughs) Um, That's how how they always get caught. They'll just snitch. They'll snitch one person and then they'll end up getting caught in the end.
7: I agree with you. You You know, and trust me, some of them police are in Jamaica, you know, I have to deal with them. Because their, their tactics, <laughs> Let's, let me just leave it there. Their tactics are, you know, not too favorable. So you're left with no choice but to talk, right? Now six, and guess what? Even if the six of them say, we're not talking, somebody, you're going to find the weakest link. You're going to find the weakest link. $500,000. Why would you have that on you? You're not smart, but anyway, well, do the crime effort at the time. People lost their lives unnecessarily. It is what it is. Cassart, you know. The government is to blacklist security firms that ignore recent court rulings. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about that one. Nationwide Ra- Radio, JM.com, is reporting. The government will no longer do business with security firms who fail to recognize their guards as full-time employees. That's according to a circular from Financial Secretary Darlene Morrison. It follows the April 1 deadline for compliance with the Supreme Court ruling mandating that the guards be recognized and granted rights as employees. More in this report from Mahiri Stewart.
17: As the government now recognizes security guards as employees who should be accorded the privileges and benefits due to someone holding a full-time post. Mrs. Morrison says the government now mandates that all procurement contracts for security guard services are to be negotiated and amended in line with instructions sent to ministries, departments and agencies last month. She says in keeping with the new recognition of the guards, the government's procurement process must disqualify any security company which has failed to grant security personnel the privileges and benefits of full-time employment. In order to be eligible for a contract with the government, security companies must give their workers paid vacation leave, paid sick leave, paid maternity leave, allocation for overtime work, and allocation for uniforms. Companies are also now responsible for employee deductions and statutory contributions and ensure they're paid to Tax Administration Jamaica. The companies are also now required to provide pay slips to the guards detailing the deductions from their salaries. The financial secretary says the policy is applicable even if a company is offering the cheapest quotation to provide security services to the government entity. She notes that price is not the sole controlling factor. Compliance with the new status of the guards should also be considered. The change in policy marks a significant shift for security guards, as the government is the largest employer of private security guards in the country. Several companies have been moving to issue new contracts to their guards, which secure the employee benefits. However, President of the Jamaica Association for Private Security, Teddy Lee Gray, says some long-serving guards are being forced into contracts which do not recognize previous years of service. These contracts would essentially regard them as new employees. The new officers will advise most of the new officers they can't sign because basically they don't have any years of service or anything like that.
18: You know what I mean? But regards to the keep persons working over 30 years, a company, or maybe Mr. Overton, as the president of the Jamaica Society for Indus, um, Industrial Security, cannot just say, all right, you're going to be a roster if not even be people for the years of service or, you know, regret that they had to leave this way. But he's just saying um, it is what it is and we're moving on.
17: He says the guards are contemplating legal action to assert their rights. We have saw legal advice
18: with um, two lawyers to Top lawyers and we're trying to get a case together so obviously at least we need security at least to brave up and at least have their name on the last so just kind of sit under the, the sideline and make it nice.
17: Mahiri Stewart for Nationwide News.
7: I support that. Security firms ought to recognize their security guards as full-time employees they should be extended all the privileges and benefits. A security guard puts their life on the line. You no, know, as the, as the, as the clip was playing, I'm thinking of this song. I don't remember who sings it. Teflon, you can remind me. Who is um bodyguard? I think is the name of the song. Is that? And who's the bodyguard for the bodyguard? Something like that. I, I, it soon come back to me. I Haven't heard it in no. a long while but yeah we have to protect those we rely on to protect us it's only fair it is only fair they should be able to get the benefits because they too should be contributing to nht what if they want to be able to purchase a home via nht and they don't have the the points them not qualified because no contributions were being made for them over the years. And I don't see why we're going to treat them as new employees. That part I don't understand. Makes no sense to me. If you've been working with this firm for so long on contract, can we just do right by the folks? Please let us do right by them. A Jamaican has been jailed after knowingly infecting a woman with HIV in the United Kingdom. Story courtesy of caribbean.loopnews.com. A Jamaican man who knowingly infected a woman with HIV has been jailed in the UK. Jermaine Scott appeared at Chester Crown Court on Tuesday where he was sentenced to three years in prison. The 39-year-old had previously pleaded guilty to grievous bodily harm. The Cheshire Constabulary said Scott was diagnosed with HIV back in 2005 and had been prescribed medication to minimize the risk of transmission to others. He and the victim had previously been in a relationship and rekindled their relationship in the summer of 2009. When the the relationship restarted, Scott was not taking his tablets regularly, meaning that there was a higher risk of transmission. He also failed to inform the victim of his diagnosis and went on to have unprotected sex with the woman. The victim became suspicious of his behavior, and in October 2009, the pair attended a sexual health clinic. While at the clinic, Scott provided a false name and false medical details to the health worker. The victim subsequently tested positive for HIV, and the pair ended their relationship. Following their split, Scott left the Cheshire area. The incident was reported to the constabulary in October 2009 and an investigation was launched to locate Scott. Following a public appeal, he was located and arrested in February 2011. He was subsequently deported from the UK to Jamaica in November 2011 after it was found that he was in the UK illegally. Can you... Imagine, but okay, that's one person, but how many more has he infected? You have to be responsible. You know you have HIV. Take your medication, but more importantly, you cannot be out there having unprotected sex. I wonder how many more women are going to come forward now. And then those women having probably slept with other men. You see the vicious cycle and how cruel it is. And while I'm thinking about that and and breaking it down that way, three years is not enough. Three years is not enough time for him to spend in prison. I'm just waiting to hear how many people are going to come forward now when they recognize him. Lying. T- I'm, I'm sure he probably gave everybody a different name. Sure. And if you're so embarrassed about your situation, don't be out there sleeping with anybody. Keep yourself quiet. Did you do it because you are angry that you caught it from somebody else? Well, passing it along to everybody else does not make sense. Just It's like a pyramid. Look at how many people's lives you have now affected and their families. The true domino effect, snowball effect, ripple effect, whatever you want to call it. That's just plain wicked. I'm sorry. I don't think three years is enough. He needs more time behind bars. Next up, Jamaicans warned against taking dangerous and illegal routes into the USA. Minister of Foreign Affairs Senator Kamina Johnson-Smith says the government is aware of Jamaicans exposing themselves to extremely dangerous and oftentimes uh, criminal behavior to secure passage to other countries. Minister Johnson-Smith says reports are reaching her office of irregular migrations through areas such as Mexico and
19: The Jamaican government is concerned for, for more than one reason. We're concerned that nationals are taking decisions to travel under circumstances that are extremely risky. And in some cases, taking children with them, exposing them to really dangerous situations, including kidnapping, sex trafficking and even death.
7: The minister is urging Jamaicans to abide by the immigration laws governing the countries that they visit. She says the ministry is monitoring the situation closely.
19: I am really very concerned by recent reports of some Jamaicans using these countries as transit points to illegally enter other countries. Uh, This type of activity often puts the lives of those nationals in grave danger. It poses reputational risks for all the countries involved and um, unfortunately law-abiding Jamaicans who are the majority um, of our travellers are being negatively impacted in their experience at immigration points in those countries and they could be even more affected in the future.
7: Agreed. That was Senator Kamina Johnson-Smith, Minister of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade. NEPO... NEPA approves the Cygnus Real Estate Development. Story courtesy of Jamaica Observer, the National Environmental and Planning Agency, NEPA, has approved two applications for Cygnus Real Estate Finance Limited, uh, a Bay project in St. Anne. The approvals were given to Cepheus Holdings Limited, its wholly owned subsidiary at NEPA's NRCA, TCPA authorities meeting which was held on March 21. The first application was for an environmental permit for a hotel or resort development with a second application outlining planning permission under stipulated conditions. For the development. The first application also received a special mining license. The NEPA Public Portal lists the first application for a complex of 10 to 50 rooms, while the second application lists a hotel with 250 rooms and nine bungalows with 21 villas. SRF acquired the 29.4-acre property for $3.55 billion before selling 15 acres in January 2021 for $1.91 billion. The remaining 14.4 acres represents a beachfront investment property that is currently being carried at a $4.88 billion valuation as of August 2022. Uh, the presentation outlined that documents were submitted to various agencies and that responses were pending. The detailed design phase was recently completed with an international consortium of partners and experts in the hospitality field. SRF had signed a luxury hospitality operator with Sherman Partners Inc. and design and architecture firm Leo A. Daly in June 2022. This came at the same time it had been accepted as a member of the leading hotels of the world, which is a leader in independent luxury hospitality. LWH is a group of 400 hotels in 80 countries. <laughs> uh, uh, let, me, let me keep my mouth shut on that one. Um, foreign investors again, yes. Yes, Um, I hope, though, that they will make some provisions so that people will have access to the beach. But, you know, yesterday, Marlon was telling me about someone that went to Jamaica recently, just came back from vacation. They went on a cruise and the cruise stopped. There was a 10 hour stopover in Jamaica, in Ocho Rios. I think it was Otreus. and they got off and they went on excursions and um, ended up in Discovery Bay. Discovery Bay is home to Puerto Seco Beach. Um, Puerto Seco Beach used to be under the management of UDC, which is Urban Development Corporation, and then Guardsman, the Guardsman Group of Companies, took over the responsibility of managing the property and did a great deal of work they they resuscitated it let me put it that way it's very nice not gonna lie very nice only thing i don't care for is them food but whatever um so this person went to that the beach they took a group of them to that beach but it was closed off from locals while the tourists are there once the tourists leave then the locals are allowed to come back. And my first reaction was, but that's not right. But then there was the explanation behind it. The reason that the tourists were um, the only ones who were allowed to be there at the time is because the locals would come in and harass the tourists and there were several complaints. Folks, we have to do better. Allow tourists to come and enjoy themselves while you are also enjoying yourselves at the beach. Why the need to harass and bombard people? It is not necessary. And hence, now we have a better understanding of why there is the separation. The truth, the truth is, tourism is the number one um, industry or product service however you want to classify it in jamaica it is necessary for people so that they can take care of their families many people rely on tourism to take care of their families to take care of themselves to be able to go to the doctor put food on the table pay them light bill water bill whatever the expenses are so let us not jeopardize that by not displaying True hospitality by allowing our guests to feel comfortable in our, in, in our spaces. So whilst we are lashing out about privatization and separation and segregation or however you want to classify it, let us exa- do a self-examination. Are, are we behaving in a manner that is conducive, that is beneficial? What experience are we providing? Go right ahead.
14: So is this harassment on people trying to sell their goods? And if that's the case, why not set up a little area only that people can come and sell their goods?
7: Fair enough. And they do have shops there. They have structured shops there. Um. (laughs) Years ago, when I used Struc- to. Yeah, go ahead. Jennifer. I'm sorry. Structured shops that
14: are part of the hotel I'm versus not, it's the not a people hotel. in the diaspora. It's,
7: yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's not a hotel, it's a beach. And they do have these sh- gift shops. Let me call them that. They have a few of those shops there. Now, um I don't know who owns the shops, if it's owned by the government because technically it's the government that owns the beach is just being managed by guardsmen i don't know who owns the shops i can't say but if they only allow so many people to have businesses within the beach we have to honor that um if the beach does not allow for the peddling of goods on its shores we have to respect that we have to think about the greater experience right um from my experience working in Otrus for a couple of years i remember observing um i remember observing tourists would be walking out of the bank that i worked in and being bombarded by people just they, they couldn't walk in peace either people harassing them for sex or harassing them to braid their hair or it it was for me looking on it was uncomfortable honestly i believe if just like how you have the otorist craft market and you can go in there and get what you want and nobody out of is coming out of the craft market bombarding people because it's an environment that you can peruse I think people should be allowed to enjoy themselves without being harassed. I personally don't like being harassed. I really don't. I
14: I experienced that on my trip, uh, this past week and it was as soon as we got off the bus, there was a bunch of people there and I swear to you, every step we took, there was someone and. They don't allow space they literally come up on you and i don't like people coming up on me so i do understand the harassment but i also understand that these are what some people have to do to live because in mexico the women the children they have their children out there it seems like the entire family is out trying to sell goods so my thought process, on one hand, was my life is good because I don't have to have my babies on the street peddling. But then on the other hand, it's like, how do these people make money? Maybe they can't afford a fee to be in a structured building or to have a little setup in an area where the government sees fit to allow them to sell. So how do they take care of their families? So I I was like 50-50 on it this weekend, but I don't like people coming up in my face like that. And when I tell you it was like every step we took, it was every step we took. And I'm not gonna tell you where because I don't want to (laughs) uh, put my experience on somebody else's, but I was in Mexico.
7: Yeah. Yeah I, I, I feel you on that. It is a double edged sword. So what I think needs to happen then with ministries with with various ministries, whether it's tours and probably tourism, need they need to find a way to be able to facilitate people who are trying to make a living but not do it in a but while facilitating them and having somewhere designated for them also teach them about how to interact with tourists tourists will come to your stalls they will come but usually when you bombard people people tend to do what walk wide and if i observe a group of people ahead of me being bombarded i am gonna walk wide you know, so something needs to be done because yes, you want people to be able to make a living to look after their families, so they probably need to do an analysis, a study, come up with a plan. Um, yeah, they need to do something. Go right ahead.
20: Yeah, morning, everyone. Yeah,
7: good morning, James.
20: Yeah, so so this this is one of the the after effect one of those negative effect from all inclusive because you know when. As I mentioned before, when all inclusive um, started, you know, back in the the seventies the when the seventies when when it was, because it started from bed and breakfast, then it evolved into all inclusive. Um, one of the the, the selling points um, that they used were like encouraging um, tourists to stay on the resort, and remember back then, Jamaica wasn't half as as bad a, as it is today, so. Um, I believe that you know the government and um, the tourism ministry. They allow the all-inclusive hotel to dictate what happened and and no, with with all the crews and stuff like that. You know the negative effect is is like out there because when you look at when you look at people that go to the all-inclusive hotel and and you see their reviews, they are saying like, "Oh my God, Jamaicans are the most friendly people. They are warm. They are loving." They're this and they're they that. They say all of that because the people who work in the hotels, work in the hotel, you know, they have proper training. Um, they they are not um, as you know bad as you know some of the people who are who are depending on like hustling every day. Like at least they, they can make ends meet a little bit. So when when they leave the hotel and they go out in the community and and their experience, like the hustling, it's it's different. Because when you look at, for example, like Cuba, Cuba, you're allowed to, there, there's no private hotels. You're allowed to go on all the hotels. Um, you know, when you go to Cuba, like locals walk on the beach, they offer you um, massages, they offer you to get your hair done, they offer you like jewellery, they offer you like um, nails, to your nails and stuff like that and they're not as aggressive as how we see it in jamaica they'll ask it twice and if you say no then they'll say have a good day and then they move on to the next person so it, it's not as aggressive and same thing in in bermuda in um in like bahamas when you go to those places and those places is because like the tourists they they're they're for years, they come to the hotels and they come and they go out into the communities. So, the people in the communities are used to dealing with tourists. In Jamaica, not so much. When you see, when you go out in, in, in some of those communities, when they see a tourist, it's like, oh my gosh, like I have to try and, and make a killing right now. So, it, the, the aggression is more. So, you know, hopefully, you know, with Airbnb and more people venturing out in, in into the community, um, the government. I know the 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 minister is doing a great job but training and public education should be one of those things in, in the, 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 the the North Coast area so that people are not harassing tourists like in an aggressive way. Because you'll get harassed ev- everywhere you go. Anywhere you go in the world as a tourist, people are going to um you know come down hard on you. But Jamaica is just extreme. So yeah. yeah Hopefully think- you can change soon.
7: Yeah, James, it's too much. It is. Too much. Even with the, the fellas on the street, the, the black market fellas on the street who are trying to buy um, dollars. It, it, I don't know. Training. Training is important, indeed. Thank you for bringing up that point. Okay, so Jamaica is urged to capitalize on scholarship opportunities in brazil story courtesy of jamaica.loopnews.com jamaican students of agriculture and other disciplines are being encouraged to take advantage of the scholarship opportunities available for higher education studies in brazil During a recent courtesy call on Agriculture and Fisheries Minister Pernell Charles Jr., Brazil's Ambassador to Jamaica Elsa Moreira Marcelino de Castro said that the initiative will serve to build capacity and enable training of citizens as the world grapples with uncertain times. To achieve food security, we cannot rely completely on the international market. Capacity building is extremely important and training people is fundamental in this process. As such, she stated that she intends to make the Brazilian scholarships more known to Jamaican students. We offer lots of courses at our university in agriculture and in different areas. We select students every year. I intend to visit the universities and the schools so people can be more aware that the moment they decide to follow their studies, there are more opportunities in Brazil in agricultural education. The ambassador also went on to say that the studies are free of cost, with the students only paying for accommodation. However, she pointed out that from time to time, there is collaboration with foundations in Brazil to assist with accommodation for the students. In Brazil, the government provides all the training and the foundation pays for the accommodation. It is something reasonable because for students, usually they have a kind of arrangement close to the school. So there is some kind of way to make this viable for students that they don't have their own financial um, especially for those that don't have their own financial resources. Uh, in his response, Charles Jr. hailed the scholarships as an important display of partnership. And I will say, yeah, um, there are other areas of collaboration between Brazil and Jamaica that were discussed, and these included expanding trade market access and ensuring further capacity building it is very important that we continue to explore opportunities with partners for technical or non-technical strengthening of straight trade opportunities partnership training and just to see the sharing of best practices and opportunities in terms of the full range of the agricultural chain so i hope folks are going to take advantage of the fact that the scholarships f-o-c the studies are f-o-c do not allow these opportunities to pass you by folks take advantage of that it is good to see this going on we need more of that go right ahead go right ahead yeah. Donald. good I morning i like to,
21: like to comment um the jamaica government and panel charles on highlight taking the opportunity to highlight the availability of these scholarships we often drag them over the dirt when they do something bad or in our opinion so i think it's good that we should applaud them when they provide these kind of avenues especially avenues where it's basically free because accommodation can always be arranged whether it's sure a scholarship there in brazil or through jamaica some help out of jamaica but i think we should really really highlight these things and as i made points before. There are markets out there, there are places out there outside of Europe and our traditional um, colonizers where opportunity exists at the highest level. And we should definitely take um, advantage of it. And Brazil is a very big market for a lot of stuff. So I think they, they, they they deserve to be commended here.
7: I agree. Thank you. Yes, we should. Let's give them a round of applause for that and something else that sticks out to me because i'm sure you've heard me say i think jamaica jamaicans need to learn other languages we are a part of latin america we are we cannot just be hell-bent on only Spato and english we cannot be. And Jamaicans need to applaud other Jamaicans that speak other languages and not ridicule them.
21: But these things, I think, should be policies. You know, um, you have to, if you're doing languages, you can't start in secondary school. We have to start doing these things from primary school or even kindergarten. Where we could expose kids to a different language as early as possible. So by the time they get into secondary school, they should already have the structure of the language covered. That will make it easier as adults to pick up different other um, languages. And it has to be a strategic move by the Jamaican government, by Caribbean governments on a whole, to make sure that we have a more diverse population. Yes. Because there are a lot of opportunities out there. Mm
1: -hmm.
21: We 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 should be teaching Mandarin, to tell the truth, in Jamaica especially, Considering the influence of
7: Chinese, <laughs> you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Donald. Mandarin, Portuguese, French, Spanish. I think you all remember I told you about um, son number three's friend that came to the house because they go to the gym after school. And I thought he was Latino, but he's actually Italian. And he and I were having a conversation. He speaks four languages. German. Uh, I'm sorry, hold on. Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, German, English. Five. Five languages. That's what he speaks. And he's in the process of learning Mandarin. In Europe, I don't know. It's something about the kids in Europe. They seem to be more exposed. and they t- I don't know if it's because of the, their ability to trap. Europe has open borders. So they travel more freely and they interact more. I don't know. Go ahead. Not, uh, just,
21: not just Europe. I don't think there is any African that speak one language.
7: That's true too.
21: That's, yeah, they I'm speak just four say. and five like, yep. like fluent, like easy.
7: Mm-hmm.
21: That, and that's with no formal
7: training. Exactly. Exactly. And I think there are some of us who speak Spanish and we don't speak it. Be, we don't practice it. Because we're ridiculed for it by our fellow Jamaicans. I don't know why we have this closed in mentality. And everything when you, everything is, oh, you think you're better than. How oh, is speaking another language meaning that you're better than? Jamaicans do speak two languages English and Patois. Some of the Patois I can understand, I'm not lying to you, okay? really deep. I have to really listen as I say that again and they they have other dialects within the island as well but i you know being in latin america and if we look to our if we look to the west central america every country there speaks spanish even belize head to yeah. the su- head to the south every country there speaks spanish or portuguese or french Go ahead, Dre.
6: No, I say I will push Spanish as like a mandatory thing in Jamaica, um, just based on what you're saying. Um, they really need to push Spanish. I understand about the Mandarin and stuff, but Spanish really need to be pushed in Jamaica. Like almost everywhere around us um, speak Spanish, so it, it, it only makes common sense. And it is technically our second language. hmm yeah. So um they need to promote it more and make it mandatory as a second language in the country. Um everybody needs to know how to speak it.
7: Uh thank you, Dre. Chief timeout. You're in timeout, Chief. Chief is in timeout, folks. Right? And they should
6: also be pushing Spanish in the US, but we're not talking about the US, we're talking about Jamaica <laughs> Spanish-
7: They better okay. push it here. They better push it here. Huh. It's- Go ahead. Go right
14: ahead. So I know we're we're speaking about Jamaica right now, but in the U.S., language is pushed. The problem that I find is outside of school, for the most part, you can't find someone to continue speaking it to. Mm-hmm. and 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 that kind of kills it because I've had French and i've had spanish in school now i can still read it but i have a hard problem i have a hard time speaking it right and i grew up in new york with a lot of hispanics right but those hispanics didn't even speak spanish and that that is i think one of the main problems when i was in new york my daughter went to a mandarin and english school So she learned Mandarin and English, read it, write it, and speak it. But there's no one else in the community for her to speak it with. Mm. So I would have weekends where we would meet up with the teacher and other students and she would continue it. But since we arrived here in Texas, I found one school for her to continue it in, but it wasn't a big thing to have a dual language. Here in Texas, it's more spanish they would want you to learn even though they don't want you to be an immigrant <laughs> so she, so when she went to college she just i was going to say dash away she just decided that i don't want to do language anymore and i'm thinking that makes no type of sense yeah because now now the do language schools or education is like a Thing here in texas mm. but but the hang-up is when you leave school who are you having the conversation
7: with With yeah wow um so you you have to try to move into spaces not live but move amongst people who you know you'll be forced to speak the language i know i i'm not a hundred percent comfortable speaking spanish right Um, I do it if I have no choice no absolutely no choice usually when I go into places business places and they're talking to me in Spanish I'm like sorry I don't speak Spanish (laughs) and then at the end I will hit them with the Spanish at the end (laughs) but um yeah it's a matter of I understand what you're saying when you don't practice it and because I hadn't practiced it for so long um you lose let's say if you don't use it you lose it right so it's something you have to practice and then um making the switch back and forth i don't know sometimes you're like am i saying the right thing am i using the right tense am i um using the right verb it's a whole lot but I, i get it but i donald made a very valid point it we have to start it at the elementary level um my Neighbors. One of my neighbors. They're Trin- it's a Trinidadian couple, and both their children um go to I think it's a private school, and they are they speak Spanish. Their their children are learning Spanish from a very early age. Yeah. So when you think about the region and the environment, and then when you talk about trade and trade relations, it is good for us to know that language. And you know, for these students. Or the Jamaicans who are being urged to capitalize on the scholarship opportunities in Brazil. Here's an opportunity to learn Portuguese. Jamaicans who go to Cuba to study medicine, go there knowing no Spanish, some of them, and come back fluent in Spanish. So being in an environment that forces you to speak the language also helps, you know. Um, I remember my mom taught Spanish. I remember she would have Spanish weekends. So you would take, she would take the 11th graders and 10th graders. And for the weekend, from the Friday to the Sunday, you can't speak anything but Spanish, all Spanish. And that did help with the or, um, orals and the orals in, when you have to do exams, you know. So you have to be practicing. I get it, Javet. And I think there are some groups here. Well, I haven't seen it recently. I guess the whole Clubhouse thing has changed up a bit. But there are some spaces on Clubhouse that you can um, get into to practice with because they have different levels of Spanish. I need to look for them again and see um, if they're still there. But yeah. Embrace our fairs. Cock our fairs so to speak all right now go ahead go ahead james go right but james yeah. what about you you're, you're learning yeah. french up there
20: no, no i just want to say to you right, if you if you need to practice your french we can be bff you know so you can come every day and we can you know, like <laughs> your french your french skills
14: wow y'all heard it first here <laughs>
22: That's actually a great idea. That's a really good idea. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
7: No, 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 no. I will, I will no. Chief, advantage. chief, Mm-mm. chief. Nobody, no, down. nobody mm-hmm. took your time excuse out. Excuse me.
22: <laughs> why, why? Excuse me. Why am I being over, overtalked? I'm, i trying to initiate. My goodness. Do I need to speak another? Coast to wahala.
7: No wahala. <laughs> um. James, please join um Chief in Timeout. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know who's <laughs> I don't know who is supervising the timeout quarter, but somebody James, needs don't to. don't
22: James, don't let this Wahala change your generosity.
7: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me let me keep my mouth shut. Let me keep my mouth shut on this one. Okay, so next up valiant omg over the cayman islands hot 104.1 fm is reporting that rasta by valiant is the most requested song for the week let's go ahead and take a listen
10: country hat music
23: what is he saying
10: what your country
24: your milo Man, I live like Rasta, Rasta. No beef, no pasta Air Force white dogs snap that, that them gal don't need Look how I'm looking at my Gucci what kind of mood this Up tongue, girl, drink, drink, smoothie So she know me a dog, i a Cupid Get the cup, mama get Alicia more rum Booze Tien bus tongue, Nice, my nice dog, I never yet drunk But, but I... a girl full of eyes with her Hey, how that I there for me how, uh, All nonsense think it's there me I'm hip pose it, broke baby mm. Still I'm chappin' 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 off charges mm. Man I live like Rasta No beef, no pasta no, no, Here yeah. first white dog snap that Them gal don't need Look how I'm lookin' at my Gucci I'm a oh. uh. kind of mood, this. Mood. Oh, tongue girl, drink, drink, mm. this So she know me a dog, I'm in a Cupid but them want bad me what? You never know Bob Zee and my auntie Want me to stop the antics star. And show some is badness. badness And me change up the game just admit. admit yeah. Some flow we drag you yeah, like magnet That yeah. no i am going call up somebody Uber. Cause some ego makes you drop her Fast. Man I live like Rasta Aye. No beef, no pasta Here no, 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 force no. white dogs, snap that white. Them gals don't need uh, Look how I'm looking at my Gucci. I'm a, uh, a kind of mood. Up tongue girl. Drink, drink, smoothie. Since you know me a dog, I'm a cupid.
7: No beef, no pasta. <laughs> no pasta. <laughs> Gonna live like Rasta. <laughs> Well, folks, that, is, that was the number one requested song in the Cayman Islands on their radio station, Hot 104.1 FM. What can I say?
15: I i, I just check the room quickly. I thought I was in the wrong room. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I the wrong room.
7: You thought you like, were in your room? In you thought you were in your room for a quick second and you were like did moments open up a space in my space no (laughs) no but you know we got to showcase the music and i'm glad that we have a clean version available and this is what i'm asking for folks have i'm not saying you can't sing your slack songs because lord knows me have a weakness for them i do right but if we're talking about reaching a wider audience And being able to have our music played on air so that we can get to that audience, get out from the underground. This is what we have to do. Double down. It's more work, but get it done. Right? So your reach is further. So this is a smart move by Valiant having the songs both way clean and raw. All right. I You need a
22: Niger remix.
7: Oh, you want a Niger?
22: Yeah, I already made it while you was playing the song. Me want goat and cassava. You
7: know what, Chief? You're, you're a trip. But yeah, so good job, Valiant. And that song, it's called Rasta Valiant featuring Country Hype. And the country spelled C-O-U-N-T-R-E-E.
20: Yeah, I, I think... That song is one of the biggest songs coming out of Jamaica in the past five years. Because even in Canada, it's blowing up in Canada too.
7: And it's on the so, it's on the um not underground stations, but the regular airwaves. You're he- you're hearing it there.
20: Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Under the, the
7: urban, the urban
20: um like black um radios.
7: Good. That's awesome. Yeah, so, mm.
20: and I think he was here. I think he was here the other day. Yeah. It, it's it's a, it's the I'm not. I find of some of these new songs, but the, I think that 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 beat is one of the it, it's
7: it's it's trap right? It 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 has a it has a it's, it has a good. It sounds like a trap beat. Um, yeah, it's James. a dancehall trap beat.
16: Yeah.
7: Yeah, but it
20: it has a good. It's mixed. It's mixed well. Like it's one of the the, the most like. It have that flavor, you see, like what Afrobeat is going with now, like that flavor that you can dance to. Ain't have like a vibes. Mm-hmm. It it because a lot of the beats now are like like just water. It it no flavor, or some of them are are too dark, mm-hmm. and some of them like just too like like depressing.
7: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but thing, this this uh, have a nice, yeah. a, a nice um ring to it. All right, yeah, yes. thank you big so much. Yes, like, good, uh, hold on, Kenny. So good morning. Good morning, Kenny. Hold on. Go ahead, Teflon. Go right ahead.
15: No, that's cool. Kenny's my boy. Big up, Kenny. What's good,
18: man? Teflon, big up yourself, dog. Big up, big up, big up, bro. Big up, big up. Hey, good morning, everybody. I just wanted to um just make a quick point that in um comment that um I feel like Valiant is r- literally one of the the hottest artists. Are probably the hottest artist in jamaica right now mm-hmm. um separate from cartel and we all know his situation but um valiant he like hit after hit like the guy he hasn't released a song yet that's been a dud so i think that valiant is really leading the way for dance and um and uh I, and if somebody can i'm i i do not know if he's been to this no he has been to the states i think he's only going to get bigger from here i mm-hmm. think he's going to end up doing a tour of the U.S., and he's going to skyrocket.
7: Yes. I, yeah, I agree, agree with you, I've, you been saying,
15: I've been saying the same. Trending artists. I keep... I, I say it all the time. Trending artists. Trending artists. Yeah.
7: I. Th- you know You know, what, I mean? you, you know yeah. what, Teflon? I think the problem is the... Um, <laughs> but um I think the problem is that when he came out, the first big hit, well, in my opinion, um Bones Check, people the higher-ups did were not taking the time to listen to what he was saying they were not connecting and because of that they put up a block so to speak but i think i think we broke the song down right here what he was trying to say well in my interpretation of the song right and if they listened to the song they would realize that the song is talking about people's current financial situation and the fact that they want to change it and and I think that song resonated with the populace the majority of people in Jamaica and that helped to propel him as well you know so yeah I think he's yeah, yes Teflon I do listen to Valiant off offer Clubhouse <laughs> <laughs>
18: <laughs> <laughs> okay and, and, and you know what moments like even do the, the sonically the record is a is it it sounds amazing even like valiant whoever's producing for him like the rhythm them just sound gold like it just sonically his music is incredible and yeah and, and the thing about that i don't feel like a lot of people if you search valiant on youtube this guy was like a culture singer like a few years ago like before he got big and got hot he was singing culture song and and love ballads so he's a real talented singer and i feel like people need to appreciate that aspect too you know
7: yes we have to and then, he, and to. then, he's,
15: and then he's got he's got a signature as well he's got that it sig- has got that sign that signature that stands out yes I think like every artist needs that that's that's what we prepare them you have to have that that signature as soon as he he does that humming sound. You know it's violent. You know.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, um, Kenny. Thank yeah. you, Teflon. Go ahead, James.
15: Yeah, I think
20: I think some fest is going to put him over the top. Like, mm-hmm. I hope he gets like a good slot. Um, where we'll get to showcase because he didn't get to do anything on Sting, really. So I hope he get to showcase because, um, when when Raiden King was was um <clears throat> emerging on the scene after Somfest. Like he just blew up like Regen King Um in the top of his game in, in Toronto was bigger than the only the only artist that was bigger than um Reagan King in Toronto is like Vibes Cartel um and like Shaba ranking. Like when, when Ragin King come to Toronto, like it's it's like crazy. Like not even Popcorn was bigger than him here. So um, and that was from the sunfest performance, and people like used to come here often. People they loved them, so I think that can that can be the the thing that catapult um, Valiant to the you know, sunfest stage, right? You know, and you know it's funny, Raging
18: King um, James. It's sad what happened to him because the shooting or mash him up like little, like took the steam out of his train, and it's sad, you know. So
7: yeah, he just needs to make sure he's surrounded <laughs> with the right people. Go ahead, Tef. Go ahead.
15: No, I'm just asking Kenny. Is he recovering? Because I heard he's he's on the road to. recover.
18: Yeah, he's on the road so doing the shows. I, I um, but he's it. in a
15: yeah, but he's in a he's in a wheelchair. So
18: I mean, listen, oh, I'm man. not saying that can stop him, but it's just it definitely took some steam away from him. You know.
7: Yeah. Um. So Sonette asked the question in the chat: Is he related to Babsy Grange? I have no clue. Um. But I know a lot of times artists will make reference to um people in um positions in in certain positions as aunts or uncles or mother and father because of a connection they will have with them so we're not sure i i can't say yay and i can't say nay not sure what it is
18: you you know you know moments i want to i want to um get your thoughts on something what is your thoughts about the business side of the industry so yeah we are talking about artists and the music mm-hmm. but what's your thoughts regarding the elevation of the business of jamaican music
7: i'm glad you asked that question because um a couple weeks ago i i think it was about two or three weeks ago we we highlighted the the uh, and it's it's a conversation we've had here several times that the There needs to be more focus on the business side of it. And we were, well, I at least was very happy to see that Shaggy embarked on trying to um, push that forward himself, along with his team, which includes Sharon Burke and others. When he brought um, folks from YouTube, Spotify and other platforms to Jamaica and held a um, what you call it, a workshop, so to speak, for upcoming and current artists to understand the business side and i know that he and sean paul for years have been trying to open up and change the way jamaican artists conduct themselves when it comes to business and i know that a huge complaint for example that sean paul had at one point was that artists would reach out to him and he's like yeah man meet me at the studio this time and they're rolling in four or five hours late high or drunk and he's like no that's not how you conduct business i know um shaggy has said he has learned a lot from his um collaboration with sting he understood sting and he realized that there is so much more so not just collaborating with him but being a friend with him and learning more you know how to capitalize not just on the music how to to make better decisions you know and that sets the tone and to change the trajectory of how we look at dancehall or reggae music in jamaica i think far too often people are more concerned with the glam they're they're more concerned with just being on a stage Getting that check or however much, couple thousands of dollars, and then what do they do with that money? Them run go buy Gucci, run go because they want to keep be trending in fashion, and then at the end of the day, them not have anything to show for it. So, um, it's early days yet, but I think that their their eyes are being opened, and interesting enough that you should also ask the question because um, Valiant did also say that, of course, you know he he graduated from Oberlin High School. Um, He enjoys the fact and he savors in the fact that he has a sound education and he believes that having the sound education has helped him to make a better decision with how he moves. He's more strategic with how he moves in within the industry. And um, he also went on to make mention that, you know, while expressing yourself through music, you should be able to. Be a leader, show other young folks that there is a better life. Money is out there. A better life is out there. But you also have to understand that you can be complacent. You have to work hard and you have to think smart and you have to be ready to think outside of the box. So he is in a pivotal um, position, if you ask me, to be able to guide other people who are in his age group that's if they are willing to take the counsel and the advice and i hope i made sense kenny
20: yeah i I think they have to rebuild the infrastructure too because the infrastructure that was there in the 80s and the 90s is gone and if if they, they, they keep follow this trend of like every artist have a studio in their house i don't think they're going to get the same result because like back in the days like i used to go to a lot of those i used to go to like um, dynamic sound, tough gang, all of those places, and like when you walk into like Harmony House, right, and Barry Sammons, and you see like back in the days when Jackyur was understudy in Barry, and you see all of those um, entertainers, and they're out in the, the yard, and they're writing, and it's like if if like is writing a song, like Barry would say like, okay, take out that, put in this, and they're out there, <clears throat> they're out there drinking and harmonizing and fixing each other's songs and that's the thing that's missing because when the artists know that have the studio in their house only their friends are there and everything sounds wicked because the friend can't sing they don't have like a bear salmon or like you know a junior reader or those people in the yard saying like okay my this is sound better the way they are whatever mm. so I think they need they need the structure they need but the tough gang there. Dynamic sound, the sonic sound, like all those studio need them
7: back. All right, so I do have to take a quick break, and then when we return, we have more stories. But you made a good point as well, James. All right, thank you to everyone. It is time for us to take a quick music break. It is hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday. We're taking it back to the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands in dancehall style. Here we go. <laughs>
25: I'm messy. How many for sex have lost girls I Oh man, things are you are gold. i tell no lie. you full of man control, sexy body girl. Things that go you are good. Faith, and ball, baby. Things that go are i not tell no i you full of man control, sexy body girl. Things that go are band Cause any man where you give your body. He must come back again, the finna di believe Enough money in my spend Cause your body good you're carrying You have the remedy where the doctor recommend I'm not you go Miami Go go spend weekend and left wifey Him now want a again That mean you better than them But oh, well up your onion, yeah, I've no problem Cause things that go
7: I'm to give a big thank you to everyone logged on and listening on the Quality Music Zone, qmzradio.com. For quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day.
2: Break your precious love over Oh, oh. can't you see
7: the voice of ninja man featuring tinga stewart cover me, cover me. Give a big thank you to everyone logged on to JohnnoRadio dot Download the Johnno Radio app J A H K N O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Johnno Radio take us on the go.
12: Punch them down to your inner damn fam Them a can up the name, tap your way down Anytime you see them you fi kick up and grab out You non stop love for the girl them flex Feel and close and make a next girl fix Me not stop love for the woman them a flex Non stop this big and make a next girl but flex since you want flex, move since you won't bounce. Let the not your body, so make them go and coast. And the de really like to see how you keep your head up. You're in your nice, nice job, and them all do they smoke? So them can beat. I am for try to your up that pretty. Jump around and beat your to stomach. Me just love how the gals them flex. They and toes I make a nice girl flex. You know stop. Love how the women um, them flex. No stop. Flip big and make a nice gal. Woman, oh, no two. Every time them see your gals, ever look clean. Dress your chiffon and dress as your queen. And some of them dress tight in the Turn them up green Them wig add up off Them can't buy in a pin Now yeah, you get your facial And you take care of your skin Sparkling and about the mention stunning If looking at your body Woman was a sin right now But your bantan would be in presence So me just love the these and them flakes They add toes and make a nice girl fix you do not love all the woman Them a flakes Just stop flip big I make a nice girl It's like your phone party on the one name and conference, them have your name in a sea long fan. Tows them the love ow your time. True and a fan them keep no one bag of man. But no pay them no money me, make them run. can not your body, then can't do you no arm. Them can't pass them to Avancan. Croat them gun, you choose your inner damn farm. Them I can't lump your name and I chant with window. But Bojo just the money and them sleeves.
7: Gotta give a big thank you to everyone rocking with me right here on Clubhouse. I'm After all, this is where the conversation happens. Thank you so much for joining me every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Which one are you, a Benzara Bima?
26: Some boy need some kind of lens Boy, you taste the girl, them world Then me, you defend With humanism, us on the Britain Me, you pretend Boy, you act like star Me, you know, locks in from brand Style it up, me, girl, them Some way, you skater Muggle with the shape I make the punk head swell Me, girl, the nasty blow You never get sell The killer said What a big pop style, Michelle, shell Me, sir Girl, them of the fierce and them of the figure We Remind me, girl, the fence On me, that's us on me, beaver to of this girl When me, Six of buses, five of them in a treasure And then mi Look when the girl, them share With the fierce and the girl, them round like a grape Just right down top, have no intention for real Try hard and get the force and turks Things like that when I go up, we see Let you move any girl mountain So long, say, what please You miss a one hole of every gate On the whole topic You miss them mi say Tell them of the fierce And them of the figure Remind me of the men's the lexus and the demon like like here's another
7: throwback for you who remembers this one from Regis Stepper, Kimbo King
9: All in mix-up hunting. The uh, no people business watching.
7: Uh, it is hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday, taking you back to the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Uh,
9: we call them Kimbo King. Uh, Kimbo Queen and a King. Uh, call them Kimbo King. Uh, Kimbo Queen and a King. Uh, Kimbo, 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 and fun them Kimbo. Tell them what work and them tell you what ain't no Kimbo. With Sunfand and Kimbo, tell them what work and tell you what and no. Original Kimbo King, Kimbo Queen and a King, Original Kimbo King, Kimbo Queen and a King. Sometimes Kimbo, sometime them them man. So, let go your one number set, tone fashion, one time gun, not a lazy man, one time gun, we call them lazy woman. Gonna
7: squeeze in one more and then we get back to business. Kicking it off with stories out of Latin America. But here's a little super cat for us, Don Dada. Ever well-dressed? <laughs>
0: God style and him a touch it up From over stereo so my ass on a way pick it up When Buru Pantan and they must a tear it up And a Cat in all the crowd And they a rip it up Fun and dada Fiyal DJ Me sacchiata dan dada going go tell it to your sister Your brother and mother The boy no got this So pack your tan fella They youth your jamman Like a Gabriel Amadisa you can come fi juke them Like a Satan maca Jamman make up it lick Like a sterling chopper You see the general You come fi talk to me proper For any time me come me I with the with the matter Hear me now do me say, dog eat your supper Come listen me say, cat pan the rhythm is satta Me, me down for the rhythm like a chop on tire And say clean down the rhythm like a pot pan fire You sleep on wire, me we sleep in fire And any time he come, he say, the place catch a fire Five-five-five-five-five-five But away, They want ram it up. the one for a round general, they want for a round me top And all the dogs tell Touch it up From over of my Arizona when them pick it up When more up and tell us a mash it up I miss a cat in the crew and I'm a tear it up Say Dan Dada da. Dan Dada Dan Dada da, Dan Dan Dada da. Me a ladda DJ Miss da, da. a Dan Dada A gold teeth front teeth me say back down to shabba The boy no got the back backyard and falla I tell you this a youth where the junglers falla I tell you this a youth where the spanglers falla I tell you this a youth where the uptown a falla I tell you this a youth where the, you the man lads I tell you, this I'd wear the fire house follow and down and up down and down in a Warrika. Now I know that so pack your dun falla. I walk from jungle, go straight to Varima gone in a your back. And it's up in our oce. That's on my front eight. But we are done that boy not got this. Ten minutes after
7: the top of the air, we're gonna go ahead and get back to business Thank you so much,
0: Super Cat. <laughs>
7: This story is so sad. A man in Brazil kills four children with a hatchet at a daycare center. Story courtesy of Caribbean.lootnews.com. A man with a hatchet jumped over a wall and invaded a daycare center on Wednesday in Brazil, killing four children and wounding at least five others, authorities said. The assailant turned himself in at a police station and did not appear to have any connection with the center, which offers nursery services, preschool education and after school activities. The dead were between the ages of five and seven. Authorities were searching for a motive. The police detective leading the investigation told television reporters. Um, "This. I, I'm sorry, this one is really hard. Images broadcast on networks showed weeping parents outside the private daycare center. The attack took place on the center's playground. According to the local affiliate, uh, they should a photo of the suspect with a closely shaved head. Police have yet to confirm his identity. The mayor said five wounded children were taken to hospitals and one was in serious condition. School attacks in Brazil have happened with greater frequency in recent years. Last week, a student in Sao Paulo fatally stabbed a teacher and wounded several others. Brazil has seen at least one past attack on a daycare centre. That attack also occurred in Santa Catarina in 2021 when an assailant used a dagger to kill three children under two years old and two adults. From 2000 to 2022, 16 attacks or violent episodes have happened in schools four of them in the second half of last year that is really sad go right ahead did David.
14: they did they catch this man
7: well he turned himself in
14: okay
7: <sighs> yeah he turned himself in in you know the human side of me feels like if i were one of those officers at the station i would probably use a hatchet on him too and then that would be justice enough for me doing back to him what he did to those children. I'm not sure why there has been an attack on children in recent years in Brazil. Are they copying what's going on here in the States where it's, there's an attack on children? But when I read the story yesterday, I thought about a video that was sent to me many, well, yeah, many years ago. When I say many, probably within the last five to ten years Um, it was a YouTube video um, that I think Marlon's cousin had sent it to me and it was disturbing for two reasons for me even though it is a part of this tribes tradition but what was disturbing for me is that the person who was what was recording the video did not see it fit to stop to stop them from doing what they were doing to the children. That was number one for me. Number two for me was watching them bury this child, bury children alive as a sacrifice.
27: You know, I just read um, Mike Pence. He said that there should be there should be new legislation that says that anybody who is involved or commits mass murder should uh, nah, there should be a new law that says that they have to be executed by firing squad and there were people who thought that that was very severe and very extreme but i think it sends a message i think he's trying to say we need to begin to send a message that there will be repercussions because there are those who commit these crimes who are not trying to be martyrs they are not trying to be killed they 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 just they want to be apprehended they don't mind being apprehended and they don't want to be killed but I, I you know i think there there should be a message that you will pay some consequences, and it won't be taxpayers supporting you for the rest of your life in jail. This yeah. is terrible. This is terrible.
7: Um, Some people want to go to jail. That is the truth. There are people who have gone to police stations saying they, you know, and I just want to turn myself in for, you know, whatever. And they're like, no, you, you have to commit a crime. So they go out. And they actually committed a crime so they can be arrested because, you know, they need somewhere to sleep. They need some food to eat. And this is the only way they can get it. But for these people who go out and commit these heinous acts and then don't want to be killed, you have these mass murders and then you don't want to be killed. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. And why should I feel sorry for you?
22: You know, moments? It makes me think about um, that new show with Idris Elba, Luther. It, it, it's weird. It, you know, you start to think about it because we replicate in real life what happens in Hollywood. And it was similar issues, you know, where it, they were
1: blackmailing
22: and bribing people, just innocent people, to go out and commit these really crazy crimes. And it's just, it's just you know, I just watch stuff like that and it makes you wonder. So I just
7: wanted to show that. Yeah. So, oh, the, the, the tribes, the, the tribes in, um, Chief, your mic, your mic. What is Chief doing there?
22: <laughs> so, I was talking to Jane.
7: Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, so the, the tribes, well, two of the tribes in Brazil that I was talking about, one is the Denny tribe, um, and there are other tribes. They have a tradition to kill unwanted children. After they are born, um, then you have another tribe called the Kamayura. Kama yeah. They engage in infanticide and the selective killing of older children. Now, I make reference to this because I'm saying could it be that people in this country? Look at documentaries like these and do research on these tribes and feel that, well, it's okay to take out children. Yeah.
14: I think they take out children because they're cowards. I think they take out innocent people because they're cowards. Because if they had to go to war, if you want to go and kill somebody, why don't you sign up and go to war? go someplace where people are going to fight you back not people that are just walking their daily lives doing whatever they want to do just living they're all cowards
7: i agree with you i agree with you i feel that you know anybody who does something like that i agree with you should don't they don't even have to stand up just put them on the, the battlefield you want to kill people, right? Well, here you go. Here's the opportunity. Whatever anger and rage you have in you, put it out there on the battlefield. We need people on the battlefield. You like automatic rifles because you buy them. You walk in stores and you buy them and you you have your ammunition. And, and then you go into these buildings or you go on school grounds or wherever and you have on your armor. You notice that they always have on bulletproof vests. Why? 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 What are you protecting yourself from? Oh, you want to kill, but you don't want to be killed. But oh, okay, I get it. But why? Yeah, I agree, Javette. They shouldn't even have to sign up. Just go to war. Just go.
27: Now, see, you, you got to remember: don't, if you go to war, people are going to shoot back. they don't want people that they don't want people that are going to shoot back that's too much like right you know that's
7: too much like right come on now Mm. Mm -mm -mm. yeah oh glee put in the chat that they used to kill twins in madagascar having twins was a sign of bad luck she thinks it was outlawed though wow no, I'm just wondering, could it be that they watch these type of videos and documentaries and say, okay, yes, so I'm justified in just massacring children, but me J- it's a valid point. Coward.
20: They have some places that they kill um, brown babies too.
7: Mm-hmm.
20: Yeah, it's like some type of ritual. They say like it's a special child and uh, some, some type of ritual they do it. Yeah, crazy. Crazy world.
7: <sighs> yeah. Well, crazy to us. Let, let's say that. To us, it's crazy. OK, on the international scene, China vows forceful measures after U.S. Taiwan, meeting story courtesy of the Associated Press via WSVN. China vowed reprisals against Taiwan after a meeting between the United States House Speaker and the Island's president, saying Thursday that the U.S. was on a wrong and dangerous road speaker kevin mccarthy hosted taiwan president on wednesday in a show of u.s support for the self-ruled island which climate which China claims as its own, along with a bipartisan delegation of more than a dozen U.S. lawmakers. The Biden administration maintains there is nothing provocative about the visit by the president, which is the latest of a half dozen to the U.S., yet it comes as the U.S.-China relationship has fallen to historic lows, with U.S. support for Taiwan becoming one of the main points of difference between the two powers. But the formal trappings of the meeting and the senior rank of some of the elected officials in the delegation from Congress could lead China to view it as an escalation. No speaker is known to have met with a Taiwan president on U.S. soil since the U.S. broke off formal diplomatic relations in 1979. In response to the meeting, Beijing said it would take resolute and forceful measures Defend national sovereignty and territorial integrity. That was in a statement that was issued this morning by the Minister of Foreign Affairs. It urged the U.S. not to walk further down a wrong and dangerous road. In December, China's military sent 71 planes and seven ships toward Taiwan in a 24 hour display of force directed at the self ruled island after China expressed anger at Taiwan related provisions in the u.s um, the u.s's annual defense spending bill china's military pressure campaign on taiwan has intensified in recent years and the communist party has sent planes or ships toward the island on a near daily basis oh boy um (laughs) we don't need no more war that's all me can say i we don't need or was u.s at this point in time um can we please just <laughs> relax relax relax
22: china with words of warning to the u.s Sorry. after Speaker kevin mccarthy let's
7: see if we have anything different in the clip hold on
22: amy kiley reports
28: a day after the taiwanese president met with u.s lawmakers china is flexing its own diplomatic muscles its host president and the head of the European Commission while the former Taiwanese president tours the country. China also is warning the U.S. that supporting Taiwanese independence would be a quote, red line.
21: It is not our intention to
19: escalate.
28: House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Taiwanese President Taiying Nguyen say independence wasn't the reason for their meeting.
19: I reiterated
7: Taiwan's commitment to defending the peaceful status quo. Where the people of Taiwan may continue to thrive in a free
28: and open society. Bipartisan members of Congress share that take on the self governing island.
29: We take our support for the people of Taiwan seriously and are determined to speak with one voice.
28: As for the Biden administration, it's downplaying the visit. The U.S. acknowledges China's position that Taiwan is part of its country, but doesn't recognize Chinese sovereignty over the island.
29: Transits by high-level Taiwanese authorities are nothing new. Um, They're private. They're unofficial. In fact, every Taiwan president has um, transited the United States.
28: I'm Amy Kiley reporting. Well,
22: after Wednesday's meeting, McCarthy tweeted the U.S. should continue to boost its support for Taiwan, particularly with arms sales, trade and technology.
7: Tread lightly, U.S. <laughs> right now, we are in no position to take on any unnecessary um, wars. Let me We have one in, that we're fighting, but we're not fighting. Let me just leave it at that. Next up. Top Saudi and Iranian envoys meet in China for a deal that could remake the region. This story courtesy of NPR.org.
30: Support for NPR and the following message come from Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org.
29: Two big oil producers are such bitter rivals they don't even agree on what to call the body of water that separates them. Iran is on the northern shore of what's commonly called the Persian Gulf. That's a nod to Iran, which was once called Persia. Saudi Arabia is just south of that same Gulf. It's a majority Arab country, and people often called it the Arabian Gulf. Now, aside from geography, both nations have spent their oil money on an arms race and proxy wars, but now they're mending relations, and their foreign ministers met today. That meeting was in Beijing. China has been brokering their talks NPR's Aya Batraoui is appropriately in between the two nations of Iran and Saudi Arabia. She's in Dubai. Welcome to the program. Hi, Steve. Thank you. How big a step is this meeting?
31: So this is big. I mean, this is the first time the foreign ministers from both countries are meeting face-to-face in more than seven years. In Mm. 2016, um, Saudi Arabia executed a prominent Saudi Shia cleric as part of a mass execution, and Iranian protesters, they responded by ransacking Saudi Arabia's embassy in Tehran. So tensions were high for years after that. But a couple of years ago, they started quietly meeting to cool things down. Um, but this is the first time we see the foreign ministers meeting face-to-face. And it's not just about optics. This could usher in a major regional realignment. And we're already seeing some of that take shape.
29: Okay. Well, what does that look like in places like, well, Syria or Yemen? And I'll mention that in both of those places, there are civil wars. And Iran and Saudi Arabia are using their money to back opposite sides in those civil wars.
31: Exactly. So those years of wars have torn these countries apart. They've impacted the region. And what we're seeing, though, is that this deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran could help bring an end to the political stalemate in both of those countries. We're already seeing Arab states like Saudi Arabia restore ties uh, with Syria's government that is backed by Iran. Mm. And in Yemen, where Saudi Arabia has been bombing Iranian-backed Houthi rebels, there's a push for a permanent end to that conflict that's killed tens of thousands of people and displaced millions. But this also impacts other countries like Iraq and Lebanon, where Where powerful Iranian backed militias um, have influence, and where Saudi has backed opposite uh, factions there. But keep in mind that just a few years ago, the Saudis had blamed Iran for a missile and drone strike on their oil facility that knocked out production. So the fact that we're seeing these two countries now sitting face to face in China is a sign that they want to pivot. And that's because Saudi Arabia wants to get out of the Yemen war and wants to really focus its priority now on the big major developments that the crown prince is launching to create jobs within the kingdom. Iran is isolated diplomatically. They're under U.S. sanctions. Um, There were protests across cities in recent months. And so what this provides for them is an opportunity to kind of end that isolation and to open up new trade and investment with the region's biggest economy, which is Saudi Arabia. What
29: obstacles do they face?
31: There are definitely obstacles here because the core issues between Saudi Arabia and Iran haven't really changed. Saudi Arabia is extremely concerned about Iran's nuclear program. They're concerned about the reach of Iran's paramilitary force and their proxy militias. They're concerned about ballistic missiles and drones that are now being used by Russia and Ukraine. Mm. Um, But look, this deal was was um, brought together by China, a major oil client for both Saudi Arabia and Iran. And China's been vying for more influence in the Middle East. And this deal, as a broker, um, threatens the U.S. dominance in this part of the world. And Gulf nations don't trust the U.S. will defend it against Iran. So the strains in that relationship really gave China an opening. But it's still an open question whether Beijing has enough clout to guarantee that this deal will be seen through on the ground.
29: I guess we'll keep listening for your reporting then. NPR's Aya Batraoui, thanks so much.
31: Thank you.
7: Dre. <laughs> sure, Dre. Let me go ahead and pin it at the um, top of the page, or and I'll also put it in the chat for you. So,
20: yeah, moments. Is it is it possible that China is already the the world leader?
22: China been the world leader. <laughs> <laughs>
20: You know, it, it kind it kind of remind it kind of seemed like the the LeBron James conversation. Like LeBron James, the best player in the NBA. Like mm-hmm. some people are saying, "Oh, he's still the best player," even though like Giannis and other players surpass him a long time. Like, um, you know, there are certain people trying to keep him there, like as the best player. It, it just seemed like that. Like, like America <clears throat> America has been taking over for a while now, but. Um, still holding on to being like the, the world leader because all of these stuff that ju- just imagine like the the middle east the, yeah, china brokering hold on one in, second
7: james mc your mic is open and i'm getting a lot of feedback on my end thank you so much go ahead james
20: yeah just yeah china brokering um deals in in the middle east um china um sitting down having meaningful conversation with with with, with african nations China taking over the Caribbean. China taking over North America, South America. It seemed like the only place they don't have um thing is is Europe. But pretty much everywhere else in the world, like China, is there, right? So yeah, they, look like they're the world leader already.
7: <laughs> they have been. All right, thank you, James. Go right. ahead, MC.
27: So you have to ask yourselves when we talk about China uh, becoming a world leader. You have to say how are they are they becoming a world leader and what mechanism are they using and and the mechanism that they're try that they're trying to use is um the US has, has got the Arab uh the Arabian oil uh, countries to only trade oil in US dollar and China is trying to get them to is, is trying to begin the uh discussions to change it over to the um to the Chinese I don't know how to pronounce their dollar. It's 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 uh it's Y U A N so the UN, and so what happens, so what would happen is this though, um, if that was to happen, then that means that the US would only the only power that the US would now have is this military. See right now the US, when the US gets ticked off at a country, what do we do? We, we, we do sanctions against them. And those sanctions mean that you can't spend the US dollar. And if you can't spend the US dollar on the world market, you are greatly handicapped. But if China could say, no, we're gonna begin to trade oil in a different currency now, you, that's how you remove power from the U.S., and then the U.S. only has their military left over in order to try to be an enforcer. So it, 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 this is big. This is really big. And a lot of people don't really realize it, but it's big.
7: It is indeed. Thank you so much um, for your comment. Anybody else wants to chime in before I move on? Go ahead, Donald.
21: There are moments, you know, I've spoken about this before. Yes. (laughs) I've spoken about this. You know, but um, what we have to look at, although they're saying there is risk and there are some key issues that Saudi Arabia and Iran has not come to terms with, what you find happening is there is a stranglehold on the Iranian economy. They have oil, they can produce oil cheaper than most places. But because of the US embargo and stuff like that, they cannot sell their oil because of sanctions and so on now if you have the normalization of Saudi Arabia and Iran remember Iran is already a member of OPEC it also it now means that Iran can now sell more oil you understand and once they start to sell oil the economic conditions and stuff would increase and there would be other collaborations Iran have some of the best drones so when you start to have market, you already have Russia as a, as a buyer. You have China. And, and if you normalize relations with um, Saudi Arabia, a lot of the proxy wars you're fighting, you could redirect resources and so on. So that is huge. And Xi, Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin has been looking at trying to get you know, oil to be change. traded outside of the US dollars, as MC, MC said. Anyhow, the US dollars top underpinning Oil trades. You you cannot even estimate the damage it will do
1: mm-hmm. for
21: the U.S. dollar. Do you understand? And they're not only that's looking at the, uh, the Chinese yuan; they're looking at you should be free to trade in your currencies. So this is like really really big. It will change the whole dynamics. And on top of that, you're now looking at if you pull them into bricks where China is leading and putting all the resources, then you're already, you know, increasing the power of the BRICS. So they're literally creating a world economy outside of Europe and America. And there are more of us out there. So it's really food for thought.
7: Yep, indeed. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. I do appreciate your input. Uh, Let me just check the chat real quick. Chief says, with Russia releasing $20 billion in debt in Africa, it puts Africa in a position to be a key part of this measure. You know, we have a question. I have a question. I'm glad you mentioned that, Chief. Which countries exactly in Africa did Russia um, step up and pay the debt for? Which country or which countries, I should ask? Do we have that information? I forgot to list this, but it's 32 to 40 countries. Wow. Okay.
22: Yeah, it's not small
7: wow okay so let me jump on Google real quick which countries in Africa uh, there it's me okay paid but it was Russia alone or russia and China Russia Russia okay all right, so Russia writes off $20 billion in debt to African countries. Um, so it's a write-off. I'm opening up the story here. Bear with me one moment. Well, it's spinning, looping, 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 looping. All right, well.
20: Yeah, that, that's huge because that, that, that affects um, GDP, right? It, you know, so like, you know, I said it a few weeks ago, but with what's going on with America, China, and Russia, I'm trying to court Africa, like the, the biggest problem in Africa now are the leaders. If these leaders um, want to pull their 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 people out of poverty, they'll get rid of their corrupt some of their corrupt ways. Because I don't I don't remember a point in in modern history where Africa really have this opportunity where they can take advantage. Of like these, like three powerhouses. So I hopefully they they make use of it. You know, we 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 see a few African countries um pulling themselves out already. So hopefully they do because it's a good thing for Africa, right? They're fighting for uh, fighting for the motherland. Um, let them
21: pay. James, I
7: there's think there's so. Hold on one I second. Think... Go ahead, Donald. Go ahead.
21: I think there is an undercurrent in Africa where a lot of the current leaders. They're remaining quiet, but they're working behind the scenes. And I think there is a set of frustration with the West. You understand? If you have in places like South Africa, they're open about it, where they're saying, listen, Russia has supported us during the apartheid system. The West left us uh, and supported, you know, the apartheid system. And um, you'll see a lot of other countries that say, listen, we are free to do business with whoever we please. But what you find happening is if Russia were to write off all these debts, it allows a lot of these economies to restructure. And of course, since there is nothing tangible on the, on, on the table from the US, besides stock, people will go with the Russians and the Chinas. China is already there. So to bring Russia is like, and Russia have always sort of supported a lot of the African countries. Don't get, it, you know, mistaken. So this is huge.
7: Yeah, I'm trying to find the list of countries, but why is it so hard? What am I doing wrong?
21: So I
27: did find a list of five Good. countries.
7: Good.
27: Um, I asked Chad for it. It is uh, Algeria, Mozambique, uh, Tanzania, Zimbabwe, and um, Zambia. And then I also found out that in 2005, they did the same thing where they get, where they uh, wrote off $11 billion in debt. And then they, in 2014, they wrote off... Um, 162 million in debt for Ethiopia. So my question really is, what's their angle? What strategic advantage are they hoping to gain from doing this? And that question
21: I have not found the answer to. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
21: But a, a simple angle could be the fact that Europe is very dependent on Russia oil. And with a pushback from Europe right now, they have to expand market outside of Europe. China has been a reliable partner. India, surprisingly, although they're allied to, to Europe and America, has, like, I think, quadrupled the amount of oil they're buying from um, Russia. So, if you could come and add African countries in there, not just guns, but, um, oil, but a lot of arms and stuff like that to some of the African countries buy. So, if you improve relations, it means that Russia can pivot from some of the money they might be losing in the West go into africa and other countries that will help them to, to rebalance without, without taking a big hit you see because europe cannot just cut out russia because they are so dependent so it gives them time to sort of grandfather people in to cushion whatever blow europe has and there are some people in europe who would not be able to get rid of them in the in, in, not even in the medium term
7: okay all right thank you Uh, so Javet sent over um, a link to me Russia ready to help African nations with critical products over $20 billion written off. Uh, Let me scroll down. Russian President Vladimir Putin has reiterated his country's commitment to meeting its obligations on supplies of food products, fertilizers, fuel, and other critical products to African countries. Speaking at the International Parliamentary Conference, Russia-Africa in a Multipolar World on Monday, March 20. Putin said that Russia is playing a key role in ensuring food and energy security in the continent. I should stress that our country conscientiously meets all its obligations on supplies of food products, fertilizers, fuel, and other products critical for the countries of the continent, thus contributing to ensuring their food and energy security. The Russian president also expressed his country's readiness to supply fertilizers to african nations for free but added that obstacles are being thrown in their way by the west you you know that we are ready to supply part of our resources frozen in european countries including fertilizers to countries in need for free with first batches already delivered however unfortunately obstacles are thrown in our way Additionally, Putin announced that Russia has written off debts of African nations accounting to more than $20 billion. Russia wrote off debts of African states in the amount of $20 billion, he said. According to Putin, the mutual trade turnover between Russia and African nations is growing from year to year and reached almost $18 billion as of the last year end. The more vigorous transition to national currencies in financial settlements and the establishment of new transport and logistic chains will facilitate the development of counter-trade turnovers, Putin said. The International Parliamentary Conference Russia-Africa in a Multipolar World is aimed at strengthening the ties between Russia and African nations, promoting cooperation in various sectors, including trade, energy, healthcare and education. The conference is being attended by or was attended by lawmakers from Russia and African countries, as well as representatives from international organizations and business. Russia plays an important role in the international fertilizer market due to several factors, including its abundant natural resources, strong production capacity and strategic location. Firstly, Russia is rich in natural resources, including large deposits of potash phosphate, and nitrogen, which are key raw materials for producing fertilizers. Russia is one of the world's largest producers and exporters of potash, accounting for around 20% of global production. It also ranks among the top five producers of nitrogen and phosphate fertilizers. Oops, okay, and all right, so... Not allowing me to read anymore. They <laughs> I gotta sign up. I don't know why they want me to sign up, but whatever. So we have that so far, and I know a couple more links came in, didn't they? Oh.
27: You know, it's interesting. I just found out that a lot of that much of the debt that Russia is forgiving is actually is actually debt that was inherited. I mean, that was um, that was put on the books during the Soviet Union era. So it was actually debt that was inherited from the Soviet Union. And that um, from that, Russia is actually hoping to, actually it's it's exactly what you said. They're looking for uh, political influence in those countries and economic influence in those countries. So they're, they're really swapping dead debt from the Soviet Union for current day influence.
22: Mm. Yeah, I think we're also missing the elephant in the room. So we we got to think about this from the context of futures, right? And what does the future look like? The, the bottom line is this. Everybody says in this room has said this is really big. Nobody has said what big is. We, we, we speculate, but we don't want to say it because we know what that is. Most likely it's World War III. In the event that Russia gets hit really hard, who got resources? Africa. Like Nigeria, oil is the number one export, right? Look at everything that you need, every export the world is taking a hold of, including China. China can't even feed itself. That's why they need to be in Africa. So everybody's looking at, in the event that we are hit with a war, where are we going to get resources from? How are we going to utilize our resources? So they're leveraging, like the brother just said, they're leveraging a relationship in advance. And it's going to help Africa, but it, it Let's, let's keep it real. It is a leverage and it's a good one for those countries.
7: Let me ask you a question, Chief. Are we talking about the same Africa that, you, that the U.S. tells us there's nothing but starvation?
22: Oh, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. The propaganda is real, baby. It's real. It's real. It's real. What's gilly, what's gilly being say Bendova. yeah, that's exactly right. It's, <laughs> they they just want us to, they want us to really fall for it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm so humorous this week. But anyway, uh, no, but seriously, it's just, yeah, it's that Africa,
1: mm-hmm. and that, we know, we know, okay. they
22: know, even the people in Africa know. Yes, and these <laughs> these puppet politicians who have who have been leveraged using that U.S. dollar. Once that's no good anymore those African countries will be able to create their own leadership. And they will most likely oust the leadership that is currently running things.
7: All right. Thank you. James.
22: Except I, for those who have already awakened. Yes, go ahead. I go ahead. have a
7: joke, but I'm going to let James go ahead of me before I say what I have to say. Go ahead, James.
22: Yeah. Yeah. I
20: think, I think one of the things that we're missing too is that, remember, the government, the Russian government work in on with the oligarchs, right? And if you realize since this um, latest war... Um, because the oligarchs, they're notorious for like um, storing billions of dollars across Europe, across North America, and you know that has been stripped away from them. And to me, this seems like a leverage too, Is like, okay, we go in, we build Africa, and our we we store all of our billions of dollars in it. Because when you look at some of those towers in New York, um, even in Toronto, like all over Europe, those oligarch monies in those buildings and you know a lot of those were stripped away because because of some of the sanctions some of the um oligarchs got stripped away from doing business in in the u.s and in europe so i think like rerouting their money because africa has been under the, the come up like for the past decade or so um and all the natural resources that are going into like cars and you know, chips for like cell phone and stuff like that. They're sourcing those from Africa. So these guys get in,
1: mm-hmm. it's gonna
20: help Africa. But of course they're gonna be storing billions of their money in Africa because it was taken away from them. Um the opportunity for storing in North America and in Europe is is pretty much gone. So they're just redirecting their 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 funds.
7: Yeah. Uh so here's what I was gonna say. I thought about what Dre said the other day. <laughs> I'm going to say this and I got to keep it moving because time is against me. But when Dre said we need to put our emotions aside, you know who can fix the U.S. right now? (laughs) Sad but true, especially when you talk about relations with China and Russia.
1: Good old Donnie.
7: Good old Donnie. Best believe it. Good old Donnie will be able to fix it. Trust me, he because he gave it he's gonna he, join them he yeah, he is he is, and then he'll be able to stand up on the podium and say, "I saved America, yes, no other president could do it, <laughs> but I was able to save America
6: <laughs> you start studying him more. <laughs>
7: Will be hailed as the all-powerful you know what let me keep it moving time is running out on me the royals dropped consort from queen camilla's title and what is the big deal npr.org <laughs> Corella. behave yourself moments buckingham palace released king charles's coronation invitation on tuesday giving royal watches much to discuss the invitation printed on recycled cards oh they're being um they're looking at sustainable Anyways. Okay, with gold foil detailing, features symbolic flora, fauna, and coats of arms. It will be sent to over 2,000 guests, inviting them to the May 6th event that will be held at Westminster Abbey, where First Lady Jill Biden will represent the U.S. And it refers to the king's wife as Queen Camilla for the first time, officially dropping the word consort from her title. And that has raised some eyebrows in large part because of Camilla and Charles's controversial relationship and the palace's previous stance on her position. You know, yeah, we all know she was the sad chick. <laughs> Could have chosen a better looking side chick, but anyway, like everyone else, I was surprised to see Camilla announced as Queen Camilla, as opposed to opposed to. I'm sorry, her picture is distracting me. I was surprised to see Camilla announced as Queen Camilla, as opposed to Queen Consort Camilla, which Queen Elizabeth had indicated as how she expected Camilla to be addressed once she became the monarch, and that's according to Nicoletta Golas. Uh, the palace argued that it made sense to call camilla queen consort before queen elizabeth died to more clearly distinguish between the two however she adds this invitation confirms that won't be the case going forward it's mostly symbolic but when you think about it the monarchy itself is mostly symbolic
1: <laughs> i'm sorry take me up
21: when you
7: finish <laughs> queen cruella <laughs> time for stories out of north america behave yourself behave yourself okay listen to me now they're gonna get me angry from from laughing to crying you know you got an emotional roller coaster right here um <laughs> is jill bringing the iowa state girls basketball team with her listen we're going to talk about that in sports news we have that coming up <laughs> Maryland Attorney General report into Archdiocese of Baltimore alleges 156 Catholic clergy members and others abused more than 600 children. Before I play the clip, I have to tell you this, and this is so sad. So one of my sons comes to me. Oh, one of his friends invited him to church on Friday, you know, youth service. The first thing that came out of my mouth is a Catholic. Why did I do that? why did i do that? god forgive me but that was the first thing that came out of my mouth to my son um is he catholic because if he catholic you ain't going that's a huge no sorry and he's like why so i said, and i said, i had to have a conversation and he laughed they weren't so right away he sent a text to his friend are y'all catholic <laughs> His friend said, no, we're Christian. I'm like, okay, you can go. But still, Lord forgive me, I need help. More than
32: 600 children were allegedly sexually abused by clergy members in Baltimore. This is according to a report released by Maryland's Attorney General. It alleges that more than 150 Catholic priests and others associated with the Archdiocese of Baltimore sexually abused more than 600 children in the past 80 years. Some reportedly normalized the abuse, telling children it was God's will.
18: This is a full accounting.
27: There are details of repeated, tortuous, terrorizing, uh, depraved abuse. But for an insurmountable legal obstacle, we will do everything we can uh, to bring those abusers and those who enabled them uh, to
18: justice.
32: The attorney general says this pattern was a systemic failure of the archdiocese to protect the children it was charged to keep safe
7: so i'm still waiting for them to tell me when they plan to um shut down the catholic church i'm still that's all i'm waiting for how many more atrocities do we have to hear about do we have to hear about how many more cases of abuse have to come to the forefront globally before the world stands up and says enough again We say we care about the children, but do we really care about the children?
27: I ain't trying to be funny, but the people that are making the decisions on this stuff, you know, they're white men. We got to stop letting white men make the decision. Sorry. You got to stop letting white men make the decisions. When we talk about this country, when we talk about, um, so you talked about uh, uh, mass murders in this country. It's white men that are making the mass murders but it's also white men that are saying no we got to have all the guns it's white men that are that are uh, causing the uh that are the priests in these catholic church and it's them who are who are abusing these children uh, we need to address them and we need to stop letting them make the uh letting their cold <clears throat>
7: excuse me. are you there mc okay is it me or did i lose mc Are you hearing me? No,
16: it's no okay. it's okay. not you. I think they got him. Okay, they, got him. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fuck. His mic is muted, but I don't know
7: what happened. Yeah. Okay. I think I think they muted me,
27: but I, I think I think they <laughs> Yeah, so <you> know, <laughs> he
7: knows he I thinks so he so much much. for me. Yeah, but um God's will. How on earth are you gonna do this to children and talk about God's will? Let's cut out the BS, please. I am here for a shutdown I'm sorry. You know, we I I know we have to um be a little mindful of what we say because we're on air and you know, especially now that um bill S8 what is it? 686, check it out on congress.gov and you'll learn more about what bill 688. s 688 well there is 686 as well um yeah you know we'll understand that everything (laughs) we don't know when one of us will get snatched up Moving right along, Stacey Abrams is chosen as Howard University's first chair for race and black politics. Story courtesy of NPR.org. Stacey Abrams, the former two-time Georgia gubernatorial candidate, is joining the faculty at Howard University in Washington, D.C. The school made the announcement on Wednesday. Abrams, a former Democratic leader in the Georgia House, will serve as the inaugural Ronald W. Walters Endowed Chair for Race and Black Politics. In her new role, Abrams will lead uh, research across the university on political issues impacting black Americans, in addition to working with other faculty members on these issues. She will also lead the Ronald W. Walters Speaker Series which will bring speakers to the historically black college on a range of diverse topics. The 49-year-old will begin her multi-year appointment starting this September. ANC lawmaker has switched parties creating a path to stricter abortion laws. This story also courtesy of NPR. <laughs> A Democratic North Carolina lawmaker announced on Wednesday that she was switching to the GOP, the grand old party, giving Republicans a veto-proof majority in the state and paving a way for major legislative changes. So who is she? North Carolina State House member Tricia Cotham. Cotham's political career is preceded by a legacy of Democrats. Her mother Pat is a longtime Democratic member of the Mecklenburg Commission and a Democratic National Committee member, and her father, John, was a chair of the county's Democratic Party. A former public school assistant principal, she had previously served in the North Carolina House of Representatives from 2007 to 2016 before returning in January. Her stance on several issues have been consistent with the Democratic Party. She's previously opposed new abortion restrictions. She's been supportive of LGBTQ rights and supported public education in the state. But she has also voted with the GOP recently, including on a bill requiring sheriffs to cooperate with ICE officials, according to reporting with member station WFAE. So what is the big deal? Early on Wednesday, she made the announcement that she would switch party affiliation from Democrat to Republican, citing bullying from Democrats as one of her main motivators. The switch comes at a tipping point for North Carolina's legislature and would give the GOP 72 seats in the House, the precise number needed for a veto-proof majority. It already has the numbers in the Senate, meaning Republicans can enact policies over the opposition of Democrat Democrats. Uh, Governor Roy Cooper. It could also precede new legislation on immigration, voting and abortion rights that North Carolina Republicans may pursue. Last week, her absence alongside two other Democrats during a vote on repealing pistol permits allowed for the GOP to push the change through, despite Cooper's veto drawing ire from the constituents and colleagues. Various North Carolina progressive groups have expressed outrage in statements and online, calling for her resignation and alleging she misrepresented herself to her constituents. So what are the people saying? Here's what Kotham had to say during her... Here's what Connor had to say during her press conference announcing the switch. I am still the same person. I am going to do what I believe is right, and I'm going to follow my conscience. I have suffered many attacks since I've been up here, from Democrats in this party, from blasting me on Twitter, to calling me names, to going after my family, going after my children. The party wants to villainize anyone who has free thought, free judgment, has solution, wants to get to work to better our state, not just sit in a meeting and have a workshop after workshop, but really work with individuals to get things done, because this is what real public servants do. If you don't do exactly what the Democrats want you to do, they will try to bully you. They will try to cast you aside. Well, sounds like six of one, half a dozen of the other. Sounds like you jumped out of the frying pan and into the fire because uh, <laughs> if my memory serves me right. Uh, yeah, don't they do the same thing on that side of the fence, too? But anyway, not my business Where's my water. Let me get to drinking it. Go right ahead, folks. Have your time. You said Donald. Somebody lined her bank account. <laughs> I think it's all a political it's, strategy for her.
21: You're saying what I didn't say. I said check, do an audit for large sums, large deposits, or a series of small deposits.
7: she has removed emotions from the equation as dre has suggested and she's looking into the future she's playing the futures game she's like huh yeah huh if trump gets in let me do some calculation Uh 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 you see we have Javetta on the accounting side she's gonna tabulate how it's gonna benefit her financially and if if Trump does not get the opportunity to get in, we have Trump two point oh sanctimonious and he's gonna follow through and guess what? The supporters are gonna be there. Let me go with what seems reasonable right now.
21: <laughs> I'm sorry, but Democrats, Republican, they all have they're on a zero spectrum to me. The needle don't move, no matter who go there. They're all the same, wearing different masks.
7: I think she feels that the Republicans are going going back in. I honestly think so. And that's why she jumped fast. That's why she jumped fast. I mean, I may be wrong. You know, um, FPL, you're wicked after you send me the four hundred dollar bill. You're going to send me an email to tell me how I can find ways to save.
20: Hey, if 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 DeSantis wins our Trump, we have space over here. So you guys are welcome.
7: (laughs) Go goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, James. (laughs) Goodbye, James. Goodbye. But yeah. Switch! Okay, it's time for you know what? It is time for business and tech news. Um, this is so sad. I'm sure y'all saw the story, but before that, here is this. It is time for Business and Tech News. Uh tech executive Bob Lee dead after apparent stabbing attack in san francisco story courtesy of cnn via wsvn bob lee the former chief technology officer of square who helped launch cash app has died after an apparent stabbing attack in san francisco lee's death was confirmed by josh Goldberg, the ceo of his current employer mobile coin lee joined mobile coin a cryptocurrency and digital payment startup in 2021 as its chief product officer. Our dear friend and colleague, Bob Lee, passed away yesterday um, at the age of 43, survived by a loving family and collection of close friends and collaborators. Bob was a dynamo, a force of nature. Bob was a genuine article. He was made for the world that is being born right now. He was a child of dreams. And whatever he imagined, no matter how crazy, he made real. According to a statement from the San Francisco Police Department, officers responded to the report of a stabbing early Tuesday morning in the Rincon area of San Francisco, where they found a 43-year-old adult male victim suffering from apparent stab wounds. Officers rendered aid and summoned medics to the scene. The victim was transported to a local hospital with life-threatening injuries. Despite efforts by first responders and medical personnel, the victim succumbed to his injuries. Multiple local news organizations cited unnamed police sources saying Lee was the victim of a stabbing. Police indicated no arrests have been made and that the investigation remains active. San Francisco has been grappling with an apparent uptick in crime as it still attempts to bounce back from the pandemic. I'm not buying that part. Sorry, y'all can delete that part. Um, mm -mm. While Goldbar did not provide the circumstances of Lee's death in his statement, he wrote in a separate Twitter thread reacting to the news that as a lifelong Bay Area resident, I have more questions like the world does (laughs) than answers. ah certain things i can't say here right (laughs) yes dre yes check the chat folks my folks on clubhouse check the chat yeah Uh uh-huh yeah hmm well 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 what can i say and those are the sentiments being expressed and of course other sentiments and i think if you're you know for those of you who know me by now Y'all know what I'm thinking and you know where I'm going. And those very sentiments are being um, exchanged on on social media. People are echoing those same sentiments. But we'll hear what they have to say. We're going to wait for it. We're going to wait for it. Something is a little off, but it is what it is. TikTok has been, I'm sorry, someone wanted to go ahead. Did I hear right Did someone open their mic okay all right so tiktok has been banned across florida universities including fiu and fau and i think i understand why even before i play the clip i think i have a good understanding of why you know you, you're you rely on federal funding and that's it let's go Why is my internet so slow this morning?
32: Now at five, Florida Public University is blocking the popular app TikTok following a recent trend across the country.
22: This is Tavares Jones, live at Florida International University this morning with Student Reaction. Tavares, Mm -hmm. good morning.
30: Yeah, Ethan Lorena, good morning to you both. This is just one of the latest moves by the Florida Board of Governors telling students here at FIU it's all about beefing up cybersecurity. Well, students tell 7 News while this may be trending across the state, it's not receiving any likes here on campus.
3: You can't load TikTok. Yeah, it's not loading anymore. (laughs) Just one video is all I got today.
30: Florida International University now becoming the latest in a growing list of universities in Florida, and the nation to block the use of TikTok and other apps on campus.
0: that's the number one app that I use.
30: But the app is only blocked if students are using the school's Wi-Fi network or university-owned devices.
3: I can't open up any comments. Search isn't working either.
30: The ban began late last month following an emergency regulation approved by the Florida Board of Governors. FIU telling students and staff... It's an effort to prevent cyber threats. we got to go to class now. But students tell 7 News it also prevents them from using their main source
17: of getting information. It's another app that we can use to get informed internationally and just keep up with stuff and learn.
28: It's a way to stay connected. It's a way to see what's going on.
30: I prepared for this hearing. This comes on the heels of TikTok CEO sitting through a grueling congressional hearing.
22: A lot of your answers are a bit nebulous. They're not yes or no
30: as he was grilled about the app sending sensitive information to China, which he denies.
22: I have seen no
24: evidence that the Chinese government has access to that data.
30: Now, back out here live, I can tell you, we talked about that growing list across the state. Those other universities with TikTok banned on campus include Florida State University, the University of Florida, FIU, and FAU, and Boca. We're live this morning at the Florida International University. I'm Tavares Jones, today in Florida.
7: <laughs> they have no choice. They they have to. They have to do what um the federal government says they have to do if they wanna to continue to get federal funding. It is what it is. Just like that. Twitter labels NPR's account as state-affiliated media, which is untrue. Story courtesy of NPR.org. Twitter added a state-affiliated media tag to NPR's main account on Tuesday, applying the same label to the non-profit media company that Twitter uses to designate official state mouthpieces and propaganda outlets in countries such as Russia and China. NPR operates independently of the U.S. government, and while federal money is important to the overall public media system, NPR gets less than 1% of its annual budget on average from federal sources. Noting the millions of listeners who support and rely upon NPR for independent, fact-based journalism, NPR stands for Freedom of Speech and Holding the Powerful Accountable. It is unacceptable for Twitter to label them this way. A vigorous, vibrant free press is essential to the health of our democracy. NPR officials have asked Twitter to remove the label. They initially assumed it was applied by mistake. We were not warned. It happened quite suddenly, said Laura, who is a spokesperson for NPR. In response to an NPR email for this story-seeking comment and requesting details about what in particular might have led to the new designation, the company's press account auto-replied with a poop emoji, a message it has been sending to journalists for weeks. Is is that professional? A poop emoji? That that is what uh, Twitter is sending out?
21: Is it reflective of on the boss? I don't know.
7: You know, you're right. You're right. Th- thank you for the reminder. Thank you. Wow. Oh, boy. Well. I can
21: see NTR is one of the few places you can get a reasonable news, though. Mm-hmm. Reasonable. I mean, most of the rest is just crazy. Yeah.
7: Yeah so before i read this next story um fdic this is the title fdic retains blackrock unit for signature bank svb securities and portfolio sale so the first time i heard about blackrock was yesterday when i stumbled upon a video on tiktok and i am going to play the video it's a young lady very young lady um In the
33: final days of TikTok in America, I want to dedicate my platform to talking about everything that is happening in America right now. If you watch anything today, please let it be this, because we are in an actual scene of Handmaid's Tale right now. I want to first start with why this is happening right now. Why are these bills being pushed? Why won't we save our citizens from climate control, from gun control? And I want to introduce you first and foremost to BlackRock blackrock is the world's biggest asset management firm okay blackrock has nearly 10 trillion in assets under management okay that is more gdp of every country in the world except for the united states and china it is the top shareholder across a wide range of global industries that include oil and gas Technology, retail, big banks, healthcare, and weapons manufacturing. So everything that we are currently having an issue with in America right now, these fuckers have a stake in.
7: I'm sorry for the language, folks. Fossil I do apologize. Should have warned you.
33: ...of $260 billion in investments in corporations that are propelling our climate catastrophe. They are the number one in investing in deforestation and fossil fuels in our climate today okay it has nearly six billion and invested in civilian gun manufacturers and retails and 36 billion invested in military weapons okay why don't we do anything about climate change why don't we do anything about gun control because we are in bed with this firm blackrock is also the largest investor in gun manufacturer smith and weston with an 8.3 percent stake in the company on top of that their lovely ceo larry fink is a major donor in the nyc police foundation another bit of information i found interesting they own 6.9 percent of facebook how about that now let's switch gears and head on over to adf what is adf you might ask i didn't know till a few days ago either adf are the alliance defending freedom is a legal advocacy and training group that has supported the recriminalization of sexual acts between consenting LGBTQ adults in the U.S. and criminalization abroad, has defended state-sanctioned sterilization of trans people abroad, has contended that LGBTQ people are more likely to engage in pedophilia, and claims that a homosexual agenda will destroy Christianity and society. ADF also worked to develop religious liberty legislation and case law that will allow the denial of goods and services to LGBTQ people on the basis of religion. Since the election of President Trump, ADF has become one of the most influential groups informing the administration's attack on LGBTQ rights. You know the group at Handmaid's Tale that took over the United States? This is them. This is the group. This group believes in bringing back traditional Christian roles, meaning that a woman serves her husband and that the LGBTQ is completely criminalized 100%. And why is this group so scary? Because our members of government, our members of Congress, the people that are supposed to be protecting us, that are for the people, are in bed with this group. For example, Alan Sears was the longtime president, CEO, and general counsel of ADF until January of 2017. He served in various positions during the Reagan and George H.W. Bush administrations and also worked for the Department of Justice and was appointed the director of Attorney General's Commission on Pornography. Another example, ADF also backed a nationwide campaign in 2020 to get anti-trans sports bills passed in state legislators. In Arizona, it worked with Republican state lawmaker nancy bardo and the anti-lgbtq group center for arizona policy to push such a bill in idaho republican state senator mary souza sponsored an anti-transports ban bill and claimed that the Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF, had been working with lawmakers on the bill and it would be responsible for any legal defense fees. The Idaho bill passed and was signed into law by the governor in March of 2020. They have been working with lawmakers to get these bills pushed and passed that are anti-LGBTQ. Do you hear me? This has been happening for years. This group has been the group behind the scenes that has been funding this and pushing it with lawmakers. So at this point, you might be asking yourself, what is the goal? Where are we headed? Why is all of this happening? The goal of this group with lawmakers is to turn our democracy into a Christian theocracy, okay? That is their goal. They want to flip our entire government upside down, okay? And they've been doing it and they are winning. Now, stay with me. I know it's six minutes into this and we all have the attention span of a squirrel. I'm the same way, okay? But I want to switch this and talk about what has been happening since the start of 2023, okay? Since the start of 2023 the United States has faced 128 mass shootings this year. That is more shootings than the number of days we have had this year. Of those 128 shootings, 13 of them have been school shootings. 13 school shootings in three months. Bringing it over to bills being proposed and passed, There were 21 members of South Carolina state legislators that not only drafted this bill, but actually filed the bill that would criminalize women who had abortions and charge them with murder in the state of South Carolina. And murder can mean execution. That is a harsher punishment than a rapist gets. Let's bring it on over to Texas. Texas lawmakers this year will debate whether to block transgender kids' access to transition-related health care, classify businesses that host drag shows as sexually-oriented establishments, and limit public school lessons on sexuality and gender identity. They don't want us talking about the LGBTQ community. They don't want us educating uh, kids about it. They don't want kids getting the treatments and health care that they need as trans children. And they want to completely criminalize Drag shows a hundred percent. Now on to Tennessee that did in fact pass this bill on Monday that allows county clerks to refuse to certify marriage licenses that go against their personal beliefs. This vague language of the bill gives room for local officials to deny marriage equality to LGBTQ couples, interracial couples, and interfaith couples. That means that if your local clerk doesn't believe in gay marriage, they don't have to give you a license. If they don't believe that black and white should be together, they don't have to give you a license. If they don't believe that someone of this denomination and this denomination wanna come together and be together, they don't have to give you a marriage license for it. And of course, we can't forget about the Willow Project that Biden already signed. By the administration's own estimate, the project would generate enough oil to release 9.2 million metric tons of planet warming carbon pollution a year. This is equivalent to adding two million gas powered cars to the roads. This has already been signed and put into place. This is already happening. Guys, I barely even scratched the surface of everything that's going on. I didn't even talk about the Mississippi Jim Crow laws that are being put back into place. I didn't even talk about the Restrictive Act going on and the TikTok ban. Americans, I need you to listen to me because this is crucial, okay? This is a crucial turning point in our country, in our history, okay? And they want us to stay divided. We cannot be Democrats versus Republicans anymore. It is us versus them. It is the ants Versus the grasshoppers, because let me tell you something, there are more of us than there are of them, and they know that, and they're scared of that, and they want us to stay divided. Look at France right now. They are united as the people, and that is why they are able to organize and revolt and protest, because they have came together as a nation, as the people, against the government, and that is what we have to do. Americans, I need you to understand the severity of the position that we are in right now. There is no one coming to save us. No one. Educate yourselves. Get involved. Start asking questions. Wake up, please.
7: So some parts of it we may agree with some we may not agree with. But I will say in the video, she has all her receipts all the documents posted up every single one so she wasn't just rumbling rambling whatever you want to say so there are some things that people will say oh i agree with and there's something i really don't care about but take from it that part that speaks to you but my um hold on a second please O'Neill. so I played that video, as I, had, as I had mentioned earlier. It was my first time hearing about BlackRock. And she spoke about BlackRock in the beginning of the, the video. Never heard about them. And I came across this video yesterday. And I said, let me save it. Because it, I found it quite interesting. And then this morning, as I'm putting the stories together, I come across this story from CNN Business fdic retains blackrock unit for signature bank svb securities portfolio sale so i wanted to know if anyone else was familiar with blackrock knows about them ever heard about them so anyway let me go ahead and read what cnn business is saying the federal deposit insurance corporation fdic has retained blackrock inc unit financial market advisory to sell the securities portfolios it kept in receivership after the collapse of signature bank and silicon valley bank the face values of the two portfolios are about 27 billion dollars and 87 billion dollars the regulator said in a comment in a statement on um on wednesday Reuters early reported that the fdic retained advisors to sell the securities portfolios that the new owners of the two banks had rejected on monday The FDIC announced the marketing process for an about $60 billion loan portfolio retained in receivership following the failure of Signature Bank. The securities are primarily comprised of agency mortgage-backed securities, collateralized mortgage obligations, and commercial mortgage-backed securities, the FDI said on Wednesday. The recent failure of Signature Bank and SVB triggered the biggest banking crisis since 2008 and stoked heavy volatility in the sector, worsening existing jitters of an imminent recession. All right. Okay, so, um, O'Neill, I know you had on me, you opened up your mic. Go right ahead, please. Go ahead.
34: Um yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, well, I don't, I just, to the clip, I, I didn't hear about Blackrock before. Um, while she was talking, I just googled. Um, I wanted to see who this think guy was and just read what his background was. Um, from a point, I used to talk about Donald Trump, a Republican. From the reports, the guy's Democrat or a lifelong Democrat. Um, my my question though because i was listening to all the things she's she said a while ago and i i mean maybe i have to listen to it again or if i want to delve into it deeper but on the face of it it's my personal views i guess it's my views um we live in a world where we live in a capitalist country one and just based on structure of capitalism it's based on the fittest how the fittest survive it's based on wealth gaining wealth it's based on freedom in monetary wealth that's what capitalism really is who can get as rich as they want and how they get as rich as they want um with that basis i think with america being one of the biggest economies in the world their agenda and capitalism is what their culture is and what's going to perpetrate and, 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 and what's going to go for it generally, right? I think there's a saying, if you live in Rome, you do what the Romans do. I kind of, personally, I'm just get, I've gotten tired over just the arguments of expectation of a socialist agenda in a capitalist country. It's just not realistic. It's not going to happen. As human beings, it's humane to be social. It's humane to be a brother's keeper. It's humane to try to take care of the other person. But the structure of the United States is not that. And I just think I get to a point where I'm just a little bit tired and weary of the arguments and the shouting and the complaints because the same set of people tomorrow condemns a country like cuba that takes on a socialist agenda under communism which again has lack of certain freedoms however if i look at cuba and i look at jamaica cuba just legalized um same couples, same gender ma- marriages right jamaica who's supposed to be maybe a more freer country and i was using that as an example of just a conflicting Human behavior that I think exists on Earth, and that, the last part I'm going to say. I heard she was talking about the funding and the. I, I, I have a I have a child that that was born in the United States of America, but goes to school in Jamaica. And the reason why my son goes to school in Jamaica, because I don't want to confuse him at a very tender age, with all of these things that they're trying to push in schools. I don't to eat his own. If somebody wants to expose their kid to transgender and drugs and all that stuff that's your as a parent that's your prerogative but I don't think that is something that should be pushed on people pushed on the that's a choice I personally believe that's a choice of how you want to grow your child and what you want to expose your child to just like when I was growing up I was not exposed to pornography I was not exposed to 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 um, you have to sneak and hide if you want to look at one of them playboy books or one of them kind of stuff today it's are so prevalent it's just so out there it's just so, so I think we're just hypocrites because in one one way we want to use the word freedom to mean do what we want and then we're just we're being unrealistic about the damage that it's done doing to the human race and I'm just gonna stop right here but I, I from her little rant a while ago I don't know if I picked up the right signals but it does sound like another angry human being using justice and the word freedom loosely to push an agenda. I yield the floor.
7: All right, thank you, O'Neill. Go ahead, Donald.
21: Yeah, um, as you mentioned earlier moments, there are some things we would agree with and something we disagree with. I disagree with some of the stuff she said, but I just want to highlight a point that O'Neill made. Yes, you said you were tired with, um, you can't expect a socialist agenda in a capitalist country. But I think there is a socialist agenda in a capitalist country by the capitalists, the so-called capitalists. Because if you're running a capitalist free market economy, when a bank fails, you would allow it to fail. You understand? You should, people like BlackRock should not be getting government contracts because of the connections. You understand so when we say one we have to say the the next all these banks that are failing, and all these investors that make all these monies when they invest and the investment do well let them lose the same money when they invest and the investment fail when they make decisions that are not in the best interest of their business it should not be a socialist construct where we take taxpayers money and we take the government money and we take all kind of find all kind of ways to allow them to not fail, because they are too big to fail. How is that a capitalist construct? That's what we have to ask. So I have no problem if we say we're a capitalist. but either you're capitalist, you're socialist, or you're in between, somewhere there. But you cannot push capitalism and free market economy when those same businesses that enjoy the spoils of the free market economy take the profits. But when they fail, you use a socialist construct where you use the money of the taxpayers and the, and, and the masses to support the same people. So essentially, they, they reap the benefits of the profit and they're exposed to no risk because they know they're too big to fail. So that is my
34: pushback on that point.
7: All right. Thank you, Donald. Anyone else wanted to go?
34: Yeah, I, quickly, and I, I just will
7: all
34: right go say, ahead O'Neill yeah let's say this, Daniel again we live in a capitalist country I I don't necessarily believe that bailing out a bank is actual socialist construct in my head socialist construct is actually helping the needy I think bailing out a bank is just another part of the corrupt system of capitalism where you want to st- I mean think about it carefully if you had two three brothers and one of them got hurt and his foot got broken you're not going to leave them to struggle. You're going to help them to the hospital. That's what they're doing. They're helping each other. Capitalism is not for poor people. It's not for needy people. It's not for us. It's not for, it, it is for, the, again, the fittest of the fittest will survive. The fittest of the fittest will help the fittest to survive. <laughs> you know? Um, socialist, I believe in socialism. I believe in helping my brother. I believe in helping the needier person, the weaker person. I, I don't believe in handouts. I believe in helping them to find a way to have a better life and to have livable wages and have the ability to matriculate to a higher standard. That's not totally what capitalism is. But I also know
7: Alright, thank you so much. Um, go ahead, go right ahead
20: yeah i think i think one of the beauty of america which i think is underused you know we talk about it all the time that america is like you know 52 different country in one <laughs> and you know i believe it's it it's an advantage and a disadvantage right and when you look at the advantages like there are states in america that are um pro lgbtq right so like people can say like okay i'm in florida i don't feel like i can live my best life let let me just move to la right there are other states that are pro guns you know if you want to be open carrier you can so i believe that this the structure or America's structure it gives opportunity to for for people because like for people to live their best life because like in Canada, there are people here. Our our system is more you know, half and half, more lean to like a socialist type of system where free health care and stuff like that. And majority of people in Canada love free health care. They're, they're like it's not free. We know that's not free because you're paying our tax dollars. But we, we 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 we're we're happy that you know anyone can just walk into a hospital and not coming out with thousands of dollars in bills. And on the flip side, there are people that complain, people with which, you know, with resources complain that I don't want to be in the same hospital or I don't want to wait two months or three months for a surgery. Let me fly to America where I can get my surgery right away. So, you know, it's, I believe that the country, the way it's structured, like, you know, people, we, we don't have to push things down each other's throat. And... At the end of the day, both parties in America have an agenda because the Democrats are pushing the the LGBTQ agenda big time, too. And then a lot of people on the other side are are saying, so, okay, we we understand you want to live your your best life. But what about our rights to not want to expose our our kids or whatever? You know, why not? uh, hybrid method where like um, if if people if you're interested you have certain classes or whatever where you can go and and do this type of education but we don't want to do it we don't want to send our kids to drag shows or whatever and it's confusing because in a a free democratic society where as I said 52 different or 50 different states where every state is different people should be able to come to some sort of consensus that okay like I don't like this, I'm going to move to a different state or, you know, so it's, yeah, it's just a bag of confusion. But at the end of the day, like the NRA in um, Republicans, um, you know, pushing money in in their pocket and the LGBTQ movement pushing money in the Democratic um, people's pocket. So it's just everybody have their agenda at the end of the day.
7: All right. So I'm going to say this and wrap this one up and move on to the next story because time is really running. What I find interesting is how focused everyone is, for the most part, on LGBTQ and their rights. And, my, and, and, and pushing to dismantle that organization and the obliteration of that group. Why can't we pump that same energy into gun control? into healthcare, into education, into getting homeless people off the streets, into seeing to it that no child goes to, hungry at, goes to bed hungry at night, in making sure that redlining is cut out. How about we talk about increasing salary for teachers? There are so many more pressing matters, in my opinion, just my humble opinion. That need our attention. Why should it matter who somebody chooses to sleep with? Why should it matter? That's their personal choice. And then I kind of find it a little hypocritical. Sorry, men, but I have to um, lash out on you on men for a second. But I do find it very hypocritical that men are against the LGBTQ community, but they love the idea of two women together. Isn't that hypocritical? so i think we, a self-check needs to be done there hold on please allow me to finish i think a self check needs to be done there it's you you will accept bits and pieces of it as long as you're getting pleasure from it and quite frankly you nobody knows for a fact if people are born this way or not but i think the amount of energy and time that we're spending on getting rid of them if we spent that same amount of time and energy on fixing the real issues that we have going on we also have the issue of not wanting to teach uh, the truth about blacks and the black communities we have that to, to to fight and I think we need to put things in order of priority. And I will say this, if the, do your research for the state you want to live in. If a state's values and morals don't align with yours, move to another state. It's that simple. If you don't like the morals and values of a country, move to another country that has the values and morals that aligns with yours. It's that simple. And I'm not saying it's okay to push things down people's throats either. I'm not saying that. But aren't we also pushing things down people's throats? Those of us who see things differently, yes, we are. So I'm saying do your research and live in a community, live in a city, live in a state, live in a country where the values align with yours hands down. We all came from another country. So why did we come here if we don't? We, we, knew, we know what goes on here in this country. So why did we come here? People came here for freedom. Freedom of religious freedom. The freedom to love who they want to love, believe in what they want to believe in. The freedom to um, have access to certain things. Everybody came here for some kind of freedom. And let us not be fooled. Jamaica, (laughs) everything is in Jamaica. Technology is there, so everything is there. You can't hide anything. And young people have access to the very things we say we're trying to hide them from. What we have to do is have conversations with our young people. And that's how you pass on your belief systems to your young folks. You have to have the conversations with them. And have healthy conversations, not conversations promoting hatred. But let them understand, yes, where you stand in your family, your choices, your preferences. But everything is everywhere, folks. We're no longer living in a bubble or in a box closed in. So we have to know, see how we can communicate with our youth. Because when they leave our homes, you don't think somebody's exposing things to them. Somebody's showing things to them. But it's what we have ingrained and instilled in them that that will make the difference, right? That's how it is. All right. One more yeah. comment, and then I gotta go.
20: Yeah, moments. I think freedom is the operative word. Freedom, right? Because what a lot of people are expressing nowadays is not a hate for like LGBTQ, um, the LGBTQ community, is about like okay, so you um want to live your best life you want to be free to do what you want to do but a lot of um the agenda that's going forth now is encroaching on on other people freedom for example like me as you know a, James, a young man uh, that, i'm
7: sorry i have to cut you wrap it up in one minute for me so i can okay, move no on problem. here yeah. yeah thanks
20: yeah so so me as a as, as a man who family is very important to me and i have three kids and i want to see my kids get married and I have kids and And stuff like that, and having a conversation like that with, um, like someone like a gay person, and saying, and they're saying that, seeing that as like a hate speech, like, like, oh, you don't control your kids' life. I'm like, that's that's my life. I, I, that's so I want my my kids to get married. I want them to have kids. I want as a Jamaican. That's what that's what I want. That's not a hate speech. So just stuff like that. I'm talking about. You have your rights. We should have our rights too. If I don't want my kids to, to, to be in a transgender um, thing show, I should have the right. That don't mean I'm hating. I just don't want it to be there. So I believe freedom, the operative word, everybody sh- should be
1: free.
7: Mm-hmm. All right, folks. Thank you so much for your input. Got to keep it moving, unfortunately. Okay, next up, um, Lifestyle lifestyle segment here's the real reason to turn on airplane mode when you fly courtesy of cnn travel we all know the routine by heart please ensure your seats are in the upright position tray tables stowed window shades are up laptops are stored in the overhead bins and electronic devices are set to flight mode now, the first four are reasonable, right? Window shades need to be up so we can see if there's an emergency such as fire. Tray tables need to be stowed and seats upright so we can get out of the road quickly. Laptops can become projectiles in an emergency and the seat back pockets are not strong enough to contain them. And mobile phones need to be set to flight mode so they, they can't cause an emergency for the airplane, right? Well, it depends on whom you ask technology has advanced a great deal aviation navigation and communication relies on radio services which have been coordinated to minimize interference since the 1920s the digital technology currently in use is much more advanced than some of the older analog technologies we used even 60 years ago Research has shown personal electronic devices can emit a signal within the same frequency band as the aircraft's communications and navigation systems, creating what is known as electromagnetic interference. But in 1992, the U.S. Federal Aviation Authority and Boeing, in an independent study, investigated the use of electronic devices on aircraft interference and found no issues with computers or other personal electric devices during non-critical phases of flight takeoffs and landings are considered the critical phases. The U.S. Federal Communications Commission also began to create reserved frequency bandwidths for different uses, such as mobile phones and aircraft navigation and communications, so they do not interfere with one another. Governments around the globe developed the same strategies and policies to prevent interference problems with aviation. In the EU, electronic devices have been allowed to stay on since 2014. Why then, with these global standards in place, has the aviation industry continued to ban the use of mobile phones? One of the problem lies with something you may not expect, ground interference. Wireless networks are connected by a series of towers. The networks could become overloaded if passengers flying over these ground networks are all using their phones. The number of passengers that flew in 2021 was over 2.2 billion, and that's half of what the 2019 passenger numbers were. The wireless companies might have a point here. Of course, when it comes to mobile networks, the biggest change in recent years is the move to a new standard. Current 5G wireless networks, desirable for their higher speed data transfer, have caused concern for many within the aviation industry. Radio frequency bandwidth is limited, yet we're still trying to add more new devices to it. The aviation industry points out that the 5G wireless network bandwidth spectrum is remarkably close to the reserved aviation bandwidth spectrum, which may cause interference with navigation systems near airports that assist with landing the aircraft. So folks, there you have it. The reason really is ground interference. All right. So make sure that we um, definitely put those cell phones in flight mode when we are traveling. In sports news, LSU's Angel Reese says her team will not go to the White House, but the school's athletic department says it will accept the invite.
23: Okay, then. Interesting. If you can call it that, as you said, she attended the NCAA uh, championship game on Sunday, and then after LSU won, she said this. Take a listen.
32: I know we'll have the champions come to... um, to the White House. We always do. So, you know, we'll have LSU come. But you know what? I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come too, because they played such a good game. So, right? So winners and losers, that's sportsmanship. That's good sportsmanship.
23: It is, of course, tradition for the champions to be invited to the White House, but it is not typical for the losing team to get that invitation as well. So that suggestion from the First Lady not sitting well with some people, uh, including LSU star player Angel Reese, who said on Twitter that this suggestion was a joke. Now, a spokesperson for the First Lady has since uh, offered a clarification of sorts, saying that Jill Biden's comments were intended to applaud the historic game and all women athletes. She looks forward to celebrating the LSU Tigers on their championship win at the White House. Now, as you know, Angel Reese had already been in the headlines for uh, making a certain hand gesture during the game at an Iowa player, and that has caused uh, some debate about whether she has been subjected to a double standard uh, based on her race. So uh, this game really making a bunch of headlines for reasons not really related to the game itself, Sarah. (laughs)
7: <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah, Angel Reese, she ain't playing. She's v- you know what? We, we let, me, let me just hone in on young folks for a second. Son so number four and I were having a conversation. And well sons three and four were having a conversation and i can't remember exactly the details but i'm like who that means you want me what you want to come take our house from us and then we have, you know pack, where do we go I, you have a bridge you want us to live under?" so son number four says we could just pack up and move back to jamaica like what's the big deal america ain't it he's 16 years old yeah Our young people are paying attention to what's going on in this world. They are paying attention. They're more outspoken. They're standing up more for themselves. They know right from wrong. They have their own belief systems. And I support Angel Reese. Sometimes you have to respectfully decline certain invitations. If it doesn't sit well with you. I think everybody saw through it. We have had our conversations here. You you don't celebrate losers (laughs) in sports. It just doesn't happen. That has always been tradition. Oh, you lost, but you get recognized too for losing. So what do you have to work towards? Yes, we recognize and we celebrate the achievements of both teams making it to the finals. We celebrate that. We recognize that. We applaud everyone for their hard work. But that doesn't mean they have to be invited to the team. And Angel spoke out about being boxed in, being stereotyped, labeled, all sorts of things. She spoke about it. She did it very respectfully while she was doing the post-game show, if you ask me. I don't have any issues with how she made her um, speech. None whatsoever. And I have no issues with her deciding, you know what? Mm-mm. Get somebody else to go. I don't want to go. Go if right they ahead. Have
21: lost, Would they have been invited?
7: Mm, that, you know how many people that's ask that same question? So many people have asked that same question, Donald. And it's a very valid question. Would we have been invited had we lost the game? When you look at the demographic makeup of the two teams. Interestingly, though, um, Caitlin respects them and they respect Caitlin, the, the, the LSU team. They respect Caitlin and Caitlin respects the LSU team. But it's always people creating a division, putting an issue where there needs to be no issue. But Jill, you were wrong for that. You need to apologize for that. History has always said it's the winning team and the winning team only. Right. Stop feeling sorry and coddling and babysitting and um, whatever other words you want to put in there, whatever other adjectives you want to put.
20: Is it is it true that they're going to the Obama's house instead? I, I see something like that. <laughs> I
7: that don't true? know. I don't know. <laughs>
5: yeah,
20: there's something going around. Like she that. made a statement,
7: but we don't know if she was saying it in jest or if it's genuine. You know, she was just joking, saying, "You know, we'll go to Michelle and Barack." I saw that part when she said it, but we don't know if it's okay. real or not. If she was just saying it as a joke. Yeah, because it,
20: it's it's interesting. Like like Joe Biden always find a way to put his foot in his mouth, but this time his wife. His wife put,
7: put his foot in her mouth. But but to Donald's question. <laughs> Rosola and James, maybe self. But um to Donald's question, Donald, here's the thing too. Here's We're saying if they had lost, would they have been invited? But if the other team were an all-black team, would they have been invited for losing too? That's another good question. I don't want to put race in it, but it's just a good question. Just, just wonder.
20: At the, at the end of the year, it's good. it's good for... Because, good you for know, who? I think, good for who? No, no. The the whole controversy around this thing is good for women's sports because this they said the highest at the highest point it was like twelve million people. Most NBA um um broadcasts don't have twelve million people watching a game. Maybe like LA Lakers or Golden State, but most of the other franchise. So to have, like, a a, a college football, female um, basketball, um, so much viewers and just imagine what it's going to be like next year because these two girls are are coming back next year. Um, If these two teams meet, (laughs) you know, in the final four, so, like, it's, it's, yeah, so it's it's good for women's um, sports. And I think, as I said earlier, like, we could look back at this game and see it like changing the sports forever. Because a lot of people were thinking that um what's her name? Kobe Bryant's daughter, how great she was, that she was gonna come and bring women's um basketball to, to the next level. But um this um young lady, they call her the female Steph Curry and and, and Angel Reese, like they could be the two to kinda change it. And that would be good because that's what we're asking for for women's sports to be on the same level in terms of viewership and people showing up to watch the sport. So it's, it's good.
7: All right. Thank you so much. Rosolo. you had wanted to say something? No, it's okay moments. Go
16: ahead. It wasn't anything important.
7: Okay, all right. It's, it's, it's actually
16: very ignorant, so I'm not going to say it. I'm going to
7: take it back. <laughs> all right, so I believe... It, we, yes, I have time for one more story in Believe It or Not News. Third grader says officer slammed him against desk, then offered him pizza to stay silent. Story courtesy of balleralert.com. A Washington, D.C. officer is facing serious allegations uh, stemming from an assault on a third grader. The shocking incident took was reported Sorry, thing blanked out here for a second. OK, here we go. We're back. The shocking incident in question reportedly took place on Thursday, March 30. That is when a nine-year-old named Raynard came home and told his mother, Alexis Gibbs, that a Metropolitan Police officer got violent with him on school grounds. According to the child, the unidentified officer grabbed him by the neck and slammed him against a desk after an educational assembly about gangs. Reynard says the topic of the rally was the Crips and bloods which the officer falsely accused the children of admiring. Reynard reported that he and two other students were placed in a computer room before he was slammed onto the table and another boy's tooth was chipped by the officer. Gibbs says her son came home with bruises on his face. Now she is determined to get to the bottom of what happened. I don't know if this was some type of scared straight kind of thing, and that would even have been fine with me if I was notified. However, My son was assaulted, like I said, and I was never informed. That's what Gibbs said when speaking with ABC 7 News. What is more upsetting is that the boy claimed the cop tried to bribe him to stay silent about the incident. Reynard said the officer offered to give him pizza in exchange for not revealing what transpired. The day after the assault, Patterson Elementary School principal, Victoria Thomas, sent a letter to parents informing them of the assembly and the incident that followed. She acknowledged that an MPD officer visiting the school held a demonstration on a student that involved physical force. Also in the letter, Thomas stated that the Metropolitan Police Department and Child and Family Services are now handling an internal investigation. The MPD has not publicly commented on the incident. It is also unknown if the officer is still on duty during the probe. And, uh, oh, Lord, oh, couldn't be my child, couldn't be my child, um... Moments, this can't be real. It can't. This, no. I wish somebody, I,
16: I wish. <laughs> First of all, you're supposed to advise the parents if there's some assemblies like that. <sighs> I thought we were supposed to get some kind of notification prior <laughs> to the assembly happening. Mm. But, but I don't care. I, let me tell you something. Mm. I can't even, mm-hmm. Maybe we, I need to be quiet we, today. Yeah. yeah, we're at the it, end of the room. It world. could never be my child. Never be. <laughs> we are little child. cray Cray. <laughs> Y'all would have to start the Bail Ronda out of jail fund. Tell, I'm <laughs> telling you right now. Come on. I don't care. I don't care. I don't don't touch my child. Don't do it. Don't do it.
7: <laughs> All right, folks. And it's that time. We are at the end of the road.
3: I don't know, baby. I don't know, baby. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, I never make it to this world with a heaven. I just don't have a clue. Sometimes it seems that it's work.
7: Gotta give a big thank you to everyone that logged on to the quality music zone, QMZradio.com, and everyone listening on JanoRadio.com.
3: I want to give in, I want to quit the fight, and then I see a baby, and everything's alright.
7: Also, gotta give a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. Can face Remember to check in, tune in, log on, log in every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Today it was all about music and retrospect. Hashtag TBT throwback Thursday. Songs from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s in dance hall style. Thank you, Clubhouse, for the great conversation. Always appreciate the shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. My folks on QMZ Radio and Jano Radio, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Moments With Me, signing out. This is a Moments With Me media production. Catch you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. Me now, I want
3: baby, if everything's all right. If everything's alright When I see you smile I can face the world Oh, you know I can do anything When I see you smile I see your eyes right Oh, I see you shining right to the way now When I see you smile Oh girl, baby when I see you smile